What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really good at the Eddie Murphy laugh. <laughs> no, not the Eddie Murphy laugh. The Eddie Murphy laugh that he does in the movie. As oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Merry New Year! <laughs> <laughs> that sounded just as good as it was planned. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Films. It's Happy New Year. It's Happy New Year. <laughs> I thought you were wearing lederhosen. <laughs> Beef jerky time. <laughs> There's a lot of, I don't think of many uh, New Year's Eve movies as you do Christmas movies no. and Thanksgiving movies. And there's probably a bunch, but Training Places is the one that always comes to mind first. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. What's another big New Year's Eve What's movie? What's the one? It's... Oh, that 200 Cigarettes was a big, big I never one. saw that one. Oh, man, that was good. It starred everybody yeah. in that movie. It had like 30 stars. There was one, God, it must have come out in like 93 with Juliette Lewis. Oh, set in Strange the Days. Yeah. And it just hit me right before you said Juliet yeah. Lewis that Strange Days was a great one. That really was. And I think that was the 99 to 2000. Was it? Uh, one, which I wasn't with 200 Cigarettes. That was like an 80s thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was the 99 to 2000 that just set the tone for anarchy, yeah. which didn't really come. But <laughs> that was a great fan. Yeah, movie. I, I kind of tend to get that mixed up with Johnny Mnemonic. Like the two movies just kind of yeah. blend together for Strange me. Strange Days was a hell of a lot better <laughs> of a movie. Yeah, Johnny I guess. Mnemonic really sucked. Well, let's see. Uh, I, in Johnny Mnemonic, he had the hard drive put in his head. In he Strange did. Days, they put that they thing put the over thing their skull. It. But they had like that was where D'Onofrio and William Victor were like rogue cops that yeah. killed that one activist guy, and the and the prostitute was wearing the thing. It had like a good story. Yeah, it. Johnny yeah. Mnemonic was just I'm gonna run around and Ice T is gonna help me, and, and Dolph uh, Lundgren's gonna and Dolph show Lundgren's up. gonna hunt me as the preacher. Behold. Yeah, yeah. It was a cheesy piece of shit. Not, I'm not knocking it. I loved it. I own it. I've watched it several yeah. times. I watched it this last year, I think. Yeah, I'm, I guarantee you I watched it this year. <laughs> but Strange Days is the, is the jam, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully everyone had a good Christmas. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do much. Me neither. Yeah. I, I went over it was to pretty my lackluster. I think that's probably the case for most people uh, for COVID, that yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, I've just decided to stay home and play I mean, I'll say when I was, I was on my way over to my cousin's house, and I just spent like an hour or two over there. Um, but I will say that there were several houses that I passed that had like 15 cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I and saw I, it in Hale. And I'm just like, man. Like, yep. Now we got to wait. Well, that's the, the shitty part because it, two sets weeks. Us, it sets us back. Now it's yep. two weeks, but then there's New Year's Eve yep. and people do it again. So it's two weeks. Yep. And then there's going to be the uh, that uh, the congressional re, uh, things uh, or the, uh, what's it? The, the Not the recount, but I guess. Re-election. No, the inauguration uh, or whatever. No, I'm talking about the one in Georgia. It's oh yeah, that's right. They're yeah. having all the uh, people be going out protesting and doing oh, all the stuff for God. that, and then, and then the twentieth. Yeah, maybe after the twentieth, we can all agree that not to do anything. <sighs> Thankfully, nothing really happens between January and really until well. Well, you got uh, Valentine's student, uh, Day. What is it? Uh, Spring yeah, but no break. One, spring break. That's the that, one. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, so you pr- we probably got a good window between then and March. I still remember that break. dumb fuck last year down in Miami, like, bro, we've been oh, waiting yeah. for three months for this. <laughs> like, oh my God, dude. And then his parents saw it, and he came out, and he's like, I'd like to apologize for oh, what yeah, I yeah, said. Yeah. I'm really sorry. It was <laughs> irresponsible. It's similar to the uh, the dad that rents Girls Gone Wild and finds his daughter on it. He's yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Honey? My kid made a dumbass <laughs> yeah. of himself, and uh, now I've got to... 
watch it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I guess you could say they were a bunch of troubled oh, teens. Oh, God, that was good, man. That was good. <laughs> I was trying to work it out, but you, you were way ahead of me. <clears throat> yes, we're going to do troubled teens, and it, there's so many different ways you can kind of take this, you know? Oh, yeah. If they're like, because there's troubled teens on like an extreme level that are like serial killers yeah. or that are uh, just kind of minor miscreants, yeah. like Rebel Without a Cause or something right. like that, <laughs> even though someone did die in that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Or you could go with, uh, I mean, you could go with anything like bully. I th- I could have went like crazy on. I mean, some you of could even picks. go go- bully and like kids. Goonies. goonies. You know what I mean? I like, they were in trouble. They, they were going to lose the goondocks. Exactly. You know, like you, know? <laughs> you can't lose the goondocks. <laughs> <laughs> so we we added a whole bunch of little kind of different uh, reasons we had all these on this list today. Uh, I love all these movies too, man. I own all these movies. Well, I own everything but number six. But number six is like public domain. You can get it on. Uh, I owned YouTube. that at one point. Yeah, at one I point I did too. But I was like, uh, I used to have a poster for it too. <laughs> yeah, that, it that's. An, I, I like that. I uh, thought of that to put that on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because that was one that doesn't fit on most of our lists. Reefers. On there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yes, thankfully to Sublime, that's meant. Yeah, kind of kept it popular yeah that's for a true. While, yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we're gonna talk some uh, some troubled teens movies here, man. I say we start right off, and this is a big, big one here. Yeah, with I, yeah. So with each of these, I think of my mind immediately goes with a certain group of people who I think are the most fucked up, troubled persons in it. And it, and the first one we're gonna pick is Carrie, seventy six, and you're you're tempted just to go with Carrie White, but when I look at this, it's I think people John, around Tra- her. John Travolta and Nancy Allen are the two star scary fuck-ups in this movie yeah. for me. I mean, there's other ones that kind of help out and everything. PJ Souls is kind of, uh, doesn't, I mean, they're all kind of guilty at the beginning of the movie where she has her period and yeah. they're all like throwing shit at her and making her life hell. I mean, how do you think she was going to react to that? That's terrible. Even Mrs. Poole was in that, uh, in that shower. Yeah. Throwing shit. I was like, come on, man. Mrs. Poole from, uh, Valerie's family. You yeah, know shit. That's, that's just, Rude. Well, she she was also in Ferris Bueller, right? Yeah, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, he's one righteous. He's one righteous dude. With your bad knee, Ed, you shouldn't be thrown anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, man. She's awesome. Or in planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh she yeah, goes on her expletive like uh, tirade. Oh. She's at the rental company. Yeah, right? she's the rental company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great. You know, uh, the Breakfast Club, man. Or no, I'm sorry, Carrie. I'm looking at the wrong end of the list. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, happy new year. I'll give you a gift. <laughs> no, uh, Carrie, dude, I, I mean, I saw this when I was, you know, a, probably uh, too young. Yeah, probably like seven, eight, something like that. But like, dude, this was such a good movie and it's oh, still a good it's movie. It's still a great like, movie. Like, I, great you know, Brian De Palma movie. There's certain things when you go back, at least to me, when you go back to like 70s, 80s cinema and just the film style mm-hmm. itself that like there's there's certain movies that I know that I would love, yeah. but I still can't go back and watch them because I've been spoiled. I didn't grow up with those movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like to go back and watch the crappy cinematography compared to all the digital shit all now, right. like there's there's just certain movies where I just can't get into it. But Carrie, dude... Well, I, I can watch that it was right all now. about it. It's probably if I was to make a list of the best, like the twenty best cinematographies or uh, best looking cinematography in mm-hmm. films, at least five of them would have to be Brian De Palma because Brian De Palma does some crazy like close ups with major shit happening. And if you remember in Carrie, 
the him and Martin Scorsese are often known for their long tracking shots, mm-hmm. and it's insane the shot. Like when they first go into the prom, if you mm-hmm. go back and watch that scene, there's no cuts. It, the camera just walks around, really? it catches certain people until it catches the the line uh, that is controlling the bucket the full bucket, of blood, yeah. and it goes all the way up the line, and it goes all the way across to the point where this is like a six minute shot. And if some person doesn't hit their mark or flubs their line, they're gonna have to go back, and it's like stressful. I would think I'm on sure, actors. Dude. To do that type yeah. of stuff, but he is super famous for that. There's a uh, scene in Dress to Kill where it starts in this huge like crane shot, and the the dolly guy is on top of the crane, and mm-hmm. at one point he steps off. So it's not only a crane shot; it turns into a dolly shot, wow. a steadicam dolly shot, and it's it's amazing to watch. And every time uh, that shot, it's like right before uh, she goes into the museum and loses her glove. Huge uh, crane shot comes down. He steps off and takes her right into the museum, and really? must stay on there for like six or seven minutes. That's insane, he has one dude. of those in like all his movies. So, but he he's also very famous to if you ever seen a like a crazy close up in a movie, mm-hmm. like wow, they're really close on his face, but there's some really great stuff happening in the uh, in that that sidebar right there. Yeah, chances are it's probably Brian De Palma. He huh. does split screens too a lot, which a lot of people don't do. Like when Carrie goes nuts yeah. at the end and it totally goes split screen. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Fucking fantastic yeah, movie, but dude. Speaking of like John Travolta, I mean, I mean, he was like America's sweetheart. Not only was he on Welcome Back, Cotter, but he was like uh, Sad Night. I don't know if Sad Fever. Night Fever had happened. Yeah, it must have because I think Sad Night Fever happened in '75. Yeah. Uh is Fever the second one? No. Yeah, Staying Alive is the second one. Sad Night Fever is the first one. Okay. I think Sad Night Fever was '75, so this was right after that. So it's weird that he would play a bully. I mean, he's done it. He's played villains later in his uh, career for sure. But when he was younger, you didn't get to see him play many bullies. Yeah, actually, uh, Saturday Night Fever came out in '77. Oh wow, it was after this. Yeah. So he's lucky he went that route. Yeah. Because Nancy Allen, I mean, Nancy Allen played the bitch for a long time. Oh yeah. In dude. Uh, movies until she got into RoboCop. When she was the partner in RoboCop, she yeah. kind of mellowed out. Yeah, uh, she was one of those actresses that was married to a bunch of famous uh, directors. She was married to Brian De Palma at some point. That's oh, why really? Nancy Allen is a lot of Brian De Palma movies. Yeah. She's, she's in Dress to Kill. She's in Blowout. Uh, maybe even more. I'm not sure. Uh, but then she was married to somebody else. I want to say Wes Craven. But I'm not sure. Huh. Don't quote me on that. Don't go after his money <laughs> <laughs> just yet. But those two were evil as evil oh, yeah. shit in this movie. Yeah, they were probably the ultimate bullies. If we were going to do a bully pod, yeah. oh, they are horrible, man. Yeah. And it, there's some stuff in there that scarred me. My dad would not want, let us us kids, I mean, my <laughs> me and my bro, two brothers, watch it. But he he had a problem with f- seeing a really great scene in a movie and not sharing it with somebody right yeah so he would show us little clips from it i won't show you and like we had mentioned in the past that he was more concerned with <laughs> i sex. won't show you this entire movie but watch how many people die in this scene he was more <laughs> concerned with sex than it was right. with violence he did not give a shit about the violence yeah. uh, unless it was like really really over the top yeah. uh, but for the most part it wasn't and so he showed us the scene where Carrie kills her mother <laughs> oh wow <laughs> so he just puts it on he watched the scene it's great and, and we're seeing the potato peeler fly across yeah, the room and all that stuff and cool it's a scene, di- disturbing scene where she like raises her arm and just kind of almost hisses before she's killed yeah and then he showed us the scene where the uh, the, the hand comes out of the grave yeah the like, jump the scene hell? yeah I was like and then why can't I watch this now yeah he used to argue with me about it too because I watched Terror in the Isles mm-hmm. uh, on 
uh, and it showed all the big scenes in it. Right. And I was like, why can't I go back and watch The Shining? I've seen all the big scenes in it. Right. He was worried about the naked girl, the girl in the, the bathtub. bathtub man. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. You need to lighten up here. It's a 30-second scene. You know what I mean? I said, Just... You're going to either let me see it or I'm going to wait until you're asleep and I'm going to see it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bond. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember the scene where they went to get the pig's blood. Yeah. When they went to kill the pigs, man. Yeah. And how... They get it with a sledgehammer, right? Yeah, and it was how nonchalant John Travolta was with it. Remember the other kid wasn't doing it yeah. right or something, and John Travolta just grabbed it from him and immediately just slammed and like screaming with joy. You're like, wow, these yeah. guys are just intense. And yeah, you, you hated Nancy Allen in this. Ah, oh, you just hated her. Man. Which was the which which guy was it that was pretending to like Carrie? Uh, and he wasn't. I wouldn't say he was overall pretending to like her. That was William Cat. He was great. He was the one that was who was like a cut hairs away from being Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah. right, yeah. I remember was, you saying all, that. All before. the uh, if you look at the uh, the what rehearsal footages and stuff for the casting footage, they had William Cat come back in and in. So it was him really? and Mark Hamill. Wow. And William Cat got famous for Greatest American Hero. He was in the first House movie. Oh wow. House. Uh, but man, that might be the, that and Carrie. He, he kind of. Uh, drifted away after that, but he always played that like uh, goody two shoes type guy. Uh-huh. But remember, he was tricked into it by his girlfriend. His girlfriend felt bad for Carrie. Yeah, and said instead of taking me to the prom, I want you to take Carrie White to the prom. Yeah, and he's like, that's a little strange. He's like, but okay. Yeah. So he wasn't really an asshole about it. That's why he was like just as shocked when that blood came down. He still and, got his though. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're, you're in the gym. You got probably killed. She killed the teacher that was nice to her. Yeah. The like yeah. guidance counselor. Yeah. Or something. And no, she got um, it with the like uh, what the basketball hoop came I, down. That's what it was. Out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, um, and and you know they did the remake to this, and it was all right. I didn't watch it. I do like her. Yeah, the girl I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah. yeah, we always uh, we uh, hit girl. Yeah, yeah, we always can't remember. There's certain her name. actors and actresses we we never go back and learn. Yeah, I I, think I, we would. I get her confused with that Breslin girl that's in Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, I know. I I can tell who they are. but yeah. I just don't know their names. Um, Abigail well, Breslin, I do know. Yeah. Um. So. Hit Girl was the yeah. Carrie in the remake. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not yeah. even, I'm not even going to look yeah. it up. It's I didn't just... watch. And I know Julian Moore was the mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said uh, it was decent. No, it was good. Maybe I, I mean, see it now. Now that I think about it, maybe I did watch. It, it. was good. It was I, there was not much change from the storyline. Yeah, you so know, that's the problem. If you're um, going to do it, do a prequel. Do something else. Do another storyline. No. Do after she popped out of the fucking grave. I mean, I did. They that did do a Carrie. They did do a Carrie too. I don't think it was huge. Did uh, they really? Yeah, it was like in the '90s. I never even knew about. It was like Carrie to the Rage. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's not <laughs> actually. I think I might have seen that. Yeah, it's, I think I was, may have seen that no, terrible, I, I, awful, horrible movie. Any horror movies back in the? If it was in the '90s, I watched it. Yeah, if it was in the '90s movie. and it was on Cinemax or HBO, yeah. I watched. Well, that it was 20 my times. that was my '80s. <laughs> if it was yeah. on HBO or Cinemax in the '80s, I right. watched it. In the '90s, we had VHS, and I just was obsessed with the video store. Yeah, if it had a cool cover, I bought it. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, and that's how I ended up watching some bad horror movies because they had good covers. <laughs> good covers for bad. I love House. I don't want to shit. I was on just going to say but, House. But the cover of like, House had a great cover with yeah. that rotting hand going the bell. Yeah. Well, I, was it bell or was it putting like a key in the door or something like that? It was one I think of the he was other. ringing the bell. Okay. I think it was ringing the bell. But the House Two was very similar cover. I can't remember the House Two. Yeah. Though. That was goofy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they got me with a lot of those covers back in the day. 
All right, so that was Carrie, man. Yeah. This next one, one of Dave's favorites, one of our favorites just growing up in Massachusetts. It was so funny. Dave loved this so much that he named his band after the, Martha uh, Dump Truck. Martha Dump Truck. Yeah. And so this is uh, 1988's Heathers. See, and I've never seen this. Oh, you got to see it. Man. I, I, it's I, so much I know fun. it's great. Dude. It's a great satire, and uh, you could never do it today. Is it, Absolutely not. Is it Christian Slater and Christian Winona Ryder? Christian Slater, Winona Ryder, uh, Shannon Doherty. Okay. Uh, Ortho. Uh, oh yeah, that's was right. In it. Yeah. Um, who else is semi-famous in it? The main Heather girl, man, she was great in it, and she had been in a couple movies. And I just realized that in 2001, she died of a brain tumor. Really? Like the main Heather girl that she kills in the movie. It's very Mean Girls. Have you seen Mean Girls? I haven't. Yeah. Seen it. Have you seen Jawbreaker? No. Man, this is some badass teenage <laughs> angst <laughs> movies that you need to see. Those are those could all three probably be on this uh, list for sure. Let's see, as far as Heather's go, I've got Shannon Doherty, yeah. Kim Walker, or Kim Lee- Walker's the one who died. Okay, and then Lee San Falk. Yeah, I don't know who that was. Yes. Well, it's an amazing movie. So basically, what's going on? It 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 really. It was so 80s on it, too, and the the outfits, and they created their own language. One of my uh, wife's favorite uh, lines to quote from this movie, because I introduced this to my wife. She is one of the best movies she said I ever introduced her to. So every like week or so, I'll hear her shouting, what's your damage, Heather? <laughs> 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 Which is a huge line uh, from the movie. And you're dealing with just different cliques. Just, yeah. You're dealing with the dorks, and you're dealing with these. Uh, they call them the Heathers because there's the two rich girls who are playing croquet. Kay in mommy's backyard. Oh God! Uh, living in like Beverly Hills. I already and they, don't like there's, them. Uh, they're they're two just really overly pretty blonde girls. They're just annoying to everyone else. And Winona Ryder is one of them, but she kind of fractures from the group. She's yeah. part of that little clique, and they would obviously have uh, lunch together and do all the stuff together, make fun of d- different people. Making fun of Martha Dump Truck was one of the big things they did, and it had to deal a lot with the jocks, like the asshole jocks. Uh huh. One of them was the guy from summer school that he was teaching uh, football. Yeah. Two was having uh, the uh, helping the girl with the Lamas. Yeah. Uh, he was good in this as one of the asshole jocks, and I don't know who the other guy was. Uh, but they were sending crude pit, uh, like letters to Martha Dump Truck. Uh, the Heathers were from the jocks, so just to start trouble with them and everything. Right. And then you've got this outcast who just came into town, Christian Slater. Yeah. Leather jacket. Uh, doing his best <laughs> Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson impression. And when he was young, man, and no one mentions the fact that he basically spent 10 years doing a Jack Nicholson no, impression. No, he did. He absolutely did. To the point did. where I think he got so used to it, he just talks that way yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And he has, and he will tell people, yeah, his biggest influences are uh, William Shatner and Jack Nicholson. And That's he, awesome. And he's got a little bit of both of them in him all the time. Yeah. And I guess his mom was in the business. I had heard a bunch of interviews when he was younger when he started out. I mean, no one cared because he was good at it. You know? Yeah, and He yeah, was absolutely. great in all his movies. I mean, he did this, Pump Up the Volume, Cuffs. Yeah. Yeah. was one of my favorite ones. Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the Cube. But <laughs> Heather put him on the map, man. He was crazy good in this. And basically, he was just, he wanted anarchy, and he didn't give a shit if he could had to kill people or not. So there yeah. was a lot of murder and death in this movie. Interesting. And the uh, the first time it happened, they they poisoned uh, Heather, and Heather just fell in. Her, they gave her something to drink because she had a hangover from the night before, and she was just a bitch to everybody. Yeah. And so they didn't mind killing Heather. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Winona Ryder didn't realize that it was going to happen, though. She didn't realize that the drink was poisoned. So. Uh-huh. Uh, 
she she chugs it and she like passes out on her glass coffee table and just shatters and oh, she's wow. dead. And they uh, she can do uh, her penmanship better than anyone, so she writes a suicide note. Oh, for fuck, man. I'm like, oh dude. god! So they make these her family think she killed herself and everything. And then they got Christmas Slater got the taste for it and says, "Hey, let's fuck with the jocks." Let's. Yeah. And this was the big scene in the movie, one of my favorite scenes, where they were like, "Why don't you say you're gonna have a threesome with them and get them out into the woods together?" Yeah. And so when they come out in the woods uh, and get them to take their clothes off and we'll pop up and it's just going to embarrass the shit out of them. We have, he's got like a, uh, he's got a bag of stuff that he thinks is going to make them seem like they're in a gay uh, tryst together. Right. Yeah. And what's in there is like a a male nudie magazine. (laughs) uh, And the big thing was mineral water. And they were like, mineral water? (laughs) (laughs) He says, no, trust me that everyone's going to immediately. And that was like the joke when the cops found him. Yeah. He's like, what's going on here? Oh, mineral water. Really? <laughs> That's like, hysterical. They really think they're gay. Uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. I was so drinking mineral water on the way there. over here. Thank you very much. <laughs> Christian Slater says that he's going to shoot blanks at them and yeah. just scare the shit out of them. They're going to shit their pants. They're yeah. going to hear about it in school and everything. And so cr- when they get out there, Christian Slater pops up and shoots one of them in the head and he drops. Yeah. And Winona Ryder... Uh, still doesn't think it's real, thought maybe he put paintball in it or something yeah. like that, and misses the other guy, and Christian's later freaking out. He said, you missed him? He says, don't worry about it. He's just... The- to see his look on his face when that happens, worth it alone. So yeah. Christian Slater, like fucking, books it and and makes him run in a circle all the way back to the spot where uh, Winona Ryder then shoots him in the chest. Oh God! And they like are yanking their pants down. They end up uh, the cops end up finding him uh, really soon, and it leads to my favorite line where they put another suicide note, and now they're making him look like they did like a murder. A, they had a gay relationship and a murder suicide, and oh, they had God. the dad at the funeral, <laughs> and the dad's like, "I never knew. I love my dead gay son." <laughs> <laughs> it just goes crazy to the point where Kristen Slater is going to blow up the school at the end yeah. and just like wires the entire school and then she talks him out of it and then he wires it to himself. And oh, it's wow. Just, it's a crazy, crazy movie. Man. Yeah. It was, it kind of like uh, spearheaded a whole bunch of different, like a, even a subgenre of just teenage uh, satire school movies. Like I said, uh, if you watch... Um, Mean uh, Girls. Mean Girls, for sure, is yeah. straight up Heathers. And Jawbreaker is, too. Both uh-huh. both really good movies dealing with... Well, Mean Girls didn't even deal with death, really. That uh, Jawbreaker sure as shit did. They were fucking with their friend, and they stuck this like ginormous Jawbreaker in her mouth mm-hmm. and threw her in the trunk and to be part of this big joke. And when they open the trunk, she's, she's like dead. blue and dead. Oh, and they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But Mean Girls, they were just Mean Girls getting like uh, revenge on each other which was awesome yeah yeah i like mean girls. that is that <laughs> the one with Lindsay lohan yeah Lindsay lohan yeah, okay. one of the, probably the last i, I mean i've, I've literally since the movie came out i yeah. like mean girls i've always heard that it's a really oh, good it's fucking funny movie. tina fey yeah. wrote it oh really yeah, yeah it's a tina fey written movie and it's That's really awesome. good but it was directly clicks dealing with it and it's probably the last time you got to see rachel mcadams play that bitchy character huh. she always plays that likable character yeah uh since then maybe she hated that <laughs> <laughs> all right the next one big movie here man Absolutely. this was a big dog and this kind of changed the genre of horror and that made it fun again for sure and that's yeah. uh 1996 scream yeah and it really did it changed it changed oh, yeah. the genre oh yeah like... and it was dead if you don't remember 96 it was me and a couple of low-life trolls renting like <laughs> cheesy ass b horror movies puppet and, master and, yeah yeah the puppet master films i'm telling you they were some low-key horror movies no one had heard about yeah and we were always like there needs to be a big movie to, at like a boom it's like what happened with marvel brought even this 
week, uh, what Tom Hanks says, Marvel's the only thing that's going to yeah. bring people back to the movie theaters, yep. and, it's, and it's the truth. Yeah. And back then, Wes Craven was the only person to bring back uh, people from the uh, to the from horror to the horror genre. Really, yeah. I mean, it had been dead for so long, <clears throat> and they just cast it really well. Oh yeah, dude. And when I think, obviously, the teenage troubled teens in this, I immediately go to Skeet Ulrich and uh, Matthew Lillard for sure. See, that's funny. I go to Nev Campbell, and you think she's troubled? I mean, I guess if you're looking thinking of an emotional kind of thing. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were just thinking of like characters that come to mind first. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, for, for yeah. sure. Those yeah, yeah. guys are at the top of the list. Oh, man, <laughs> they're fucked up, man. But they all have their issues and everything, obviously, and it, they get flushed out in the sequels more, yeah. more so, like especially with like Nev Campbell and the Cotton where where the uh, yeah characters and stuff like that. But uh, man, it was a fantastic movie, dude. Absolutely, I, loved it. I must was. have seen it three times in the theater. I, I probably did too, and. Three times was a big thing for me to see, other than uh, Pulp Fiction, which I saw nine times I think times maybe twice. Uh, I saw it twice. Yeah, I saw it three for sure, and then I think I saw the second one twice in the theater. Well, I'll tell you, that fucking Scream mask became oh. iconic. Oh, man. I mean, Target, to this day, you still have Target people. I around that time, yeah. and uh, they were everywhere. Yeah, I, to this day, you still have people that wear that outfit oh, on, yeah. on it's Halloween. It's a great mask. You know? I mean... Um, I think that's a big thing with horror movies. You know, you come up with a good mask. Yeah. And, like, uh, I it just even if it's not scary, it's iconic. Like the baby face killer from Happy Death Day. Yeah. Or the uh, the Sam character from Trick or Treat. You know, he's got that kind of uh, burlap sack thing. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it really makes it, and it made it for this one. This yeah. was a good mystery movie, too. It was, dude. Cause I like, mean, he... Wes Craven really weaved together something like who is, it could be anybody. Right, and you know, and then like the boyfriend, you know, you're like, oh, well, it's got to be him, and then yeah. they arrest him, and they let him go, and you're like, well, what the fuck? I thought it had to have been him. And, yeah. you it know... was the deliberate kind of making fun of the genre that I liked. That yeah. They hadn't done much, and Wes Craven was perfect for that. Like with the Jamie Kennedy character. That's what I was just about to ask is, who it is was. the big one. Yeah. Because basically he was debunking every horror myth yeah. before it happened yeah. like either prelude I'll be right back I'll be right Whoa. back or or uh, don't don't have don't show your tits yeah. or don't have sex in a, uh, in a horror movie you're yeah. gonna die and then yep. obviously uh, Rose McGowan ended up having sex and ended up yeah. dying one of the great death scenes, like that's the garage, I, like, right? Death by yeah. garage door. Oh God, dude! <laughs> she was great. That was the first time I ever saw her in anything, too. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure and, that was probably the first she, time. She had an impression on people uh, when she was in that movie. For yeah. sure. <laughs> it was the green sweater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone was great in that movie. Yeah, I loved dude. him, and it was probably Courtney the first Cox, time. David Arquette. Court, they, we we had already known about Courtney Cox and Dave, maybe David Arquette, but he got it on the map. For that dude, movie. he was so great as Dewey. Oh God, he was, he was so good. So great, he dude. Like, tricked her into marrying him. Yeah, having kids. So. But you know what's really funny is is um, there's it's not it's not not another teen movie, but there's a scream spoof, and I, I just can't think of the name of it right scary now. Scary movie. The maybe, scary movies were maybe that's were maybe that's what up. it was. Yeah, yeah, where where they had um, the guy playing Doofy. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. was like, the, it's got to be scary movie. Okay, that's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. was then. And dude, like. Just the way that they made the Dewey character yeah, in yeah. this movie, and then the way that they spoofed it in, in yeah, yeah, Scary... Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was likable in this movie, and you forget it. You remember who the principal was in Scream? It was the guy from Back to the Future, wasn't it? Nope. Who was the it? Fonz. That's right! <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Remember they uh, they uh, he saw the janitor in the uh, wearing the Freddy Krueger? Yeah. Uh, uh, he... That was like an ode to Wes Craven. Wes Craven played the janitor who was in the hall. Really, I didn't sweeping. catch that. And when uh, when uh, Fonzie saw him, he was like, "Hey, Fred, 
<laughs> no shit. <laughs> and he was I never wearing even, the sweater. And I never even noticed yeah, that. It was, it was so many of those in the movie too. Yeah. Little just things. I haven't seen it in a while. I have to go back and rewatch it. Well, I'd like to go through and watch them all because the new one's coming out soon. Oh, they have another one coming. Oh out. yeah, I think really? it's twenty twenty one. Really, that's supposed to happen. I know the Saw movies are gonna get the reboot, and then uh, Scream is getting that reboot. So are they rebooting it or is it Scream Five? I think they're calling it Scream Five. To be honest with you, yeah, good. Yeah. I'd rather them do that. I liked all of them for different reasons. Yeah, you know, the first one was perfect. The first one was like a, so a masterpiece. Good. Yeah. The second one had a lot of great stuff in it. The well, third the one thing... had some good stuff in it. I liked the Parker Posey stuff. And then the fourth one, I liked the Jay and Silent Bob stuff yeah. that they uh, brought in. And uh, it was all right. Uh, the the thing about the second one that I liked, and again, it falls on Jamie Kennedy's yeah, with character. Yeah, the sequels, talking about The sequels. way he would just kind of dictate the it movie was, it through was the so rules great. of those. Because yeah. you don't get to see that. You know? No, they, they don't, no. They don't talk about breaking the fourth wall when they're breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, you know? exactly. So you it's, know? It's, it's very funny and clever. And he's no stranger for that. I mean, before this, remember the new nightmare was like revolutionary when he did oh, yeah. the new nightmare. Yeah, dude, and that it was, was great. Like, Wait, Freddy Krueger is coming out of the movie and attacking the actors yeah. from Nightmare on Elm yeah, Street. All because his what idea has become realistic. I and think then... everyone who first heard that premise was like, "Holy shit, are you oh, yeah. serious?" Yeah, because I was in one hundred percent. I remember the first time. I'm, I can't remember who told me, but I remember being told what the movie was about, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll watch this another Nightmare on Elm Street." And they were like, "No, dude, do you know what it's about?" Right. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that's, dude, that's crazy. Such that's a, a great genius. movie. Yeah. Yeah. We lost Wes Craven so fucking I know, uh, dude. early, man. We would have loved to have him. He was a master at all this stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, I saw a quote from Robert England. I love that. Oh, I yeah, love Shocker. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Serpent the Rainbow. Uh, oh, yeah, bro. That was a good one, man. Swamp Thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that one for I'm last. the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I saw a quote from Robert England eh, maybe like a month ago, um, and he was like, "Well, if you want to do one more, I can do one more." Uh, yeah, you oh, know. Shit, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who would direct it. I've... It can't be the remake people because they no, they no, no, it. no. Uh, but there would be man, maybe zombie. Ooh, Rob damn, he that would be fun, steal, dude. He loves to steal people's yeah. ideas <laughs> make them his own. Not in a bad way. I mean, yeah, he no, does, he does, does a good job with his. But, I mean, he's he's already done Texas Chainsaw Massacre and a whole bunch of other kind yeah. of like 70s kind of things. Maybe you should move to the 80s and reboot Who did that. the Friday the 13th reboot? He did Halloween. I mean, he already rebooted Halloween, so yeah. it would make sense that he would reboot uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm fucking, all for it, man. Yeah, t- and somebody Robert get, hold of, somebody get Rob on the phone. <laughs> Robert England can be old with that makeup. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. I mean. You know, I just watched him. I went on. A, uh, did you ever watch V back in the day? Mm. They did a reboot later in like 2000s and everything, but it was a big thing in like early 80s, 82, 80, no, 83, I think. And mm-hmm. then they they did two movie miniseries, and then they did a series for like 19 episodes. And it was really? the uh, it was called V. I think it was V for Victory, but most people called it V for Visitors. Oh, okay. And it was. Uh, it was kind of like a Battlestar Galactica type style movie about uh, invaders coming from outer space, and they uh, they just wearing spacesuits but look human. And they said, "We just want to uh, share our information with you, and you share information with me." And it and it's filled with cheesy actors, uh, the Beastmasters in it, but nice. Robert Englund's in it as one of the visitors. Oh wow! And uh, like probably into the the first half of the first movie. Uh, Mark Singer grabs one of their faces and pulls half their cheek off, and they're like reptilian creatures. Oh, shit. And their tongue starts uh, spitting out, and you realize, oh, God, they're lizard creatures. They're going to take over <laughs> They're everybody. lying. Yeah, they're, they're here for the water, but they're also here for food, and they're like yeah. keeping people and eating Which them and is shit. Us. And yeah. they, they need live food. So yeah. it's a fun-ass movie, man. I went through down that rabbit hole for like three hours. <laughs> it was great. 
All right, the next one. And this is a particularly interesting one to talk about because we just lost this poor dude yeah, today. I had no idea yep. he lived here. Yep, 1989's Lean On Me. Fucking and great movie. Man, the story of Joe Clark. And if you're not familiar with Joe Clark, I mean, if you haven't seen Lean On Me, this was the one they used to play in the schools yeah, to kids and yeah. everything like that. So they I call think, me Batman. Yeah, they used to call me Crazy Joe. Now they call me Batman. Yeah. Man, I love this movie. I used to watch this movie all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, dude. Every out. time it came on, I oh, watched it. Yeah. yeah. I have a great picture of uh, my cat. We Last time we watched it, my, my cat, Brown Cat, she's a uh, cool Siamese. She sat on the edge of the coffee table and stared at uh, Morgan Freeman on Mor- uh, on Lean On Me, like direct stared at him yeah. for a good 10 minutes. That's awesome. On it. And I was like, man, she knows. She yeah. knows how powerful uh, <laughs> he is. Uh, I-, I love this movie, man. But, yeah, if you're not uh, aware, uh, Joe Clark, uh, he, yeah, he lived in Gainesville. He, That's crazy, he, dude. He revolutionized, like, going into a school and kind of taking over and cleaning yeah. it up too yeah. because he had been already been in like two or three schools remember in, in the movie uh, Robert Guillaume had to come visit him yeah. at a school that looked great yeah. like Joe why would you ever leave this fucking school it's like running like a Swiss clock right. and then he like we need you Joe East Side Highway it's confusing because he lived here and we have an East Side Highway I know yeah. And the, yeah that's why I was wondering earlier because no. I was like wait did he teach somewhere here and you were like East Side and I was like he taught at Eastside? No, no, no. Eastside, <laughs> yeah. New Jersey, apparently. So in this is a true story, obviously. And uh, Eastside, New Jersey school was like rampant with uh, gangs and drugs yeah. and just miscreants and just really horrible shit. You smoke crack, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Go on, jump. <laughs> You're going to destroy your brain cells, yeah. don't you? Go ahead, jump. <laughs> don't you smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love this movie. So many great stuff. Absolutely. If you're not empowered and enjoy this movie, oh, you dude. got problems. I, dude, I can't even lie. This movie makes me fucking cry. Oh, yeah. Like, this is a... This is a uh, choke in the throat type well, of And it is, and it's, sure. I mean, you know, the ending of it itself yeah. is such an uplifting And how he movie. changes the teachers just as well as the students. So yeah. the big thing that he did and that no one's, it's not like it's a bragging point where people would want to replicate it, but he expelled 300 kids yeah. in one day. Yeah. Literally. The entire he, senior class. I, I love it. He he came into the school and he's barking orders and yeah, the, the te- most of the teachers didn't like him. Some yeah. of them, I think it was like 20% kind of yeah. saw what he was doing and, right. and said, all right, he'll do a good thing. And, and mainly that was Robert Guillaume just saying, give him time, let him do his yeah. thing. And uh, so he gets in there and he says, that's give Benson, me all. right? Uh, yeah, Benson. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought, yeah. Uh, he gets, uh, he says, I want the I want the names of all the troublemakers. Yeah. All the troublemakers, you guys know who they all are. Anyone who's had drug charges, violence, yeah. uh, all different stuff. And then he invites them all up on stage. Yep. I loved it. And they were all having a great time and everything, and they're shouting. And the, the, the whole – the auditorium is like a wild house. Yeah, no, it literally and is. He looks at him. He says, you're all expelled. Yeah. You're all out of here. <laughs> you don't want to be here anyway, so yeah. I'm giving you what you want. And then the parents went fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> As you would think they would. Yeah. You know, the PTA are like uh, th- that – what was it that town meeting they had like I'm trying to think night. of the lady's name she's been in several I know who you're movies talking about. like I always think she's the lady from where in the world is Carmen San Diego but I, don't I always think, it's think her. she looks like Kim uh I I think she looks a lot like the Wayne sister from a uh, little bit from yeah in a little Color. bit she does I'm going to have to look I know who you're talking quick. about though she was the big like person that wanted him taken out yeah you know yeah and yeah it was ugly man where the uh the parents and i could see their point of view you know this is all they have if they if you're thinking they're horrible in uh in school you should just see them out of school and Lynn all the drugs they're doing. yeah she's yeah. really good in this band. yeah she's a big character actress i've seen her in several things in the 80s and 90s for sure uh 
And it took a while. It took a, uh, Mike Starr's in this. I loved Mike Starr. And it's a thin Mike Starr, too, from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. You want to hear the worst song in the world? Or from, uh, <laughs> or from Last Dragon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know who I forgot until just right now? You know who the head of security was? Who is it? Tony Todd. Really? Yeah. Candyman. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. he's the one. Tony who Todd lied. was all, all on board for him because there was some sh- there was some shady shit Joe had to do to keep this thing lock locked the, down. He had to literally he, chain the he doors. He chained the doors, yeah. but he had like a lookout for when the uh, uh, fire the department, fire department yep. would show up uh, coming up the road. They're like, take the locks off, yep. take the locks off. At one point, they caught him. Yeah. with the locks on, and yeah. that's where they kind of had to take him in and everything. But he didn't care. Yeah, he's like he had his bull his blowhorn or his his bullhorn, and then his uh, his baseball bat, and yeah. He was hitting shit, man. But he was going to students' houses. Remember, they yeah. had that whole sub story of the girl got pregnant. Yeah, and, and she, dude, she was a good actress. Yeah. So I want to see. This was if I can... filled with good actors and actresses, man. That little fat kid. Well, I hate to just call him a little fat. Yeah, kid. Yeah, I know his name was Sims, but I can't yeah. remember his name in the movie. He's the one he dragged to the roof and everything. Yeah, do you absolutely. remember the uh, the In Living Color episode that they made fun of this? I do, God, but it's it was so fucking. Funny, I do, dude. but it's it's vague. I, I'll send it to you later. Yeah, I, I'll text it to you, or I'll, I can even like Facebook it on. Uh, if I can uh, share it on our page, I will because it's so fucking great. Uh, it's with Keenan Ivory Wayans plays him, but uh, David, uh, what's it? The David's guy's name. Uh, David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer yeah. played the little fat kid. <laughs> and, no and, shit. And it wasn't a high school. It was a beautician school. That's right. I do a, remember that. Do you use that. chemicals in your hair? Yeah. Do you use chemicals in your hair? <laughs> Don't you use chemicals in your hair. <laughs> he says, well, you just jump out that window. And then you see David Allen Greer. <laughs> okay, Joe. Yeah. And then jumps out. But I'm pretty sure um, Jim Carrey was in the sketch and everything. It was hilarious, yeah. man. I yeah, I do it. remember that it now. Was ripe for comedy back then. But yeah, he was a great dude, man. Then apparently retired. Moved to Gainesville. That's crazy, Died dude. Died in Gainesville. Yeah. And it, I, I didn't hear COVID, too. I think he was just... Yeah. He was just up there. Yeah. 80-something. I'm Let's not see. sure. But, man, brilliantly played by uh, by Morgan Freeman. Like, Morgan Freeman had already done stuff and everything, but this is where Morgan Freeman was so commanding in this movie. I don't know if he was up for an Oscar for this, but he damn well should have been. He definitely should have been, and for sure. everyone knew who he was before this. Because before this, I knew him from... Uh, I'm pretty sure Johnny Handsome was before this, and he played a cop in a bunch of different movies and everything. But not until Lean on Me did your grandmother know who he was. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that's when your grandmother knows who the fucking actors are. That's when you're you're getting paid the big money. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see here if it says cause of death or anything, and it, it doesn't mention COVID. Yeah, I don't think it was. But yeah, not that we have it under control in Gainesville, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, this next one, man. I love this one, man. And this is some like evil little kids in this fucking movie, man. And uh, and this is 2012's The Hunger Games. Yeah, it's a good movie. I like The Hunger yeah. Games. I like the first Hunger Games. Yeah, I, yeah. I did. The not other make ones it, I thought were garbage. I did not make it through the last two. You know, because it was was it, to... was the third one a two parter? Yes. So the last three, basically. Well, yeah. So I made it. I I watched the first one. I yep. watched the second one. Yep. I watched. I think like. 20 minutes. Oh, you're 20 minutes ahead of me then. Yeah, I, I, I think I watched I the did. first and the second one, and the second one was so lackluster that I was like, I don't even think I want to invest the time in it. I, I that's just, pretty bad for me. I can find good shit. In it. If you <laughs> listen to this pod, I can find good shit in some serious trash. Yeah, right? So, so if I'm avoiding shit. Yeah, because I remember when I found out, because I saw the first and the second one, the second one was okay. I was like, okay, it's going to lead into the third one. The third one's going to be the end, so you know, it might be worth checking out. And then I realized that they put <laughs> it into fucking... Yeah, oh, I, st- those, I, still I still don't, don't know. know. I don't, don't know, don't care. Yeah, you know, it's so funny that I'm um, that way too. But yeah, once they announced that. 
part three was going to be part three and four. I was like, that's it. I'm out. I was like, I'm not giving you another fucking $30 and yeah, yeah, six yeah. hours of my time. Like, like, I didn't mind when they did it with Harry Potter. When they were going to do the uh, the Deathly Hollows in two parts. I'm like, at that point, it was so dark and evil of a movie that I'm but like. But they were like seven like, movies in at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, and I was already invested. I saw them all in the theater. Yeah. And uh, then I was all on board for that. But yeah, this one. It just wasn't as good. If the second one rocked, I yeah. would have been in on it. Yeah, that and was what what it was. When it my understanding, right down to it. and I'll, I'll spoil it because I could be one hundred percent wrong. Yeah, <laughs> um, my understanding Rumors. is yeah, right, is that she dies at the end. Oh, the really? I yeah, yeah. had never heard that. No idea if it's true or not. Yeah. That's just what I, I heard. Never heard you it. know, so well. The first one was great. No, the first I one love was the first really one, good, dude. Well cast with her. They, I think they had seen her in Winter's Bone, and Winter's Bone was so good. Have you ever seen Winter's I Bone haven't. with Jennifer Lawrence? Mm-mm. She was like 14 in it. Really? She, it was the movie where uh, her father went missing, but and so she had to take care of her little brother and sister and her, her, and her sick mom. Yeah, it sounds she familiar. Ended up, she ended up uncovering some big mystery that people in her family had like killed her father and everything. Oh wow! And uh, buried his body. And she's like, "I just need to prove to uh, I just need to prove that my dad's dead, so they don't steal our house, and I can still raise my kids." So right. she was like, "It was like, who the hell is this?" She was nominated for an Oscar for that. Wow, movie. I didn't realize. So that. whoever picked her up for Hunger Games was smart. Yeah. Also, though. I think Jennifer Lawrence had bigger things set in her career when she was doing The Hunger Games. She did not want to be looked at like a lot of those actors that come out of those Yeah, movies, absolutely. Man. She, I think by the end, she was sick of them. Because yeah. it took a while for those other two, absolutely, two three yeah. to come out. Um, uh, but that first one uh, was so good, man. I it was, was it was really good. I, I enjoyed the um, like the explanation of where they were and how things were and the different factions. Once and... they went up the tubes, it was like, oh, this oh, movie yeah, is dude. like badass. Yeah, like there was some. I can understand people who have some issues with the leading up to that. But man, if you like good movie making, it once they get up there and you know she's like ready to get up and uh, what's the uh, the singer that's her kind of mentor. Uh, uh, damn, man. I've seen him in concert. I've got pictures of the yeah. guy. Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz, Lenny yeah. Kravitz, yeah. Uh, my wife would be pissed. I'm yeah. <laughs> with Lenny Kravitz. She loves Lenny Kravitz. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like when she, he's giving her, like, the uh, uh, the hype up before she goes up top yeah. into that, like, big green field yeah. and everything. Oh, it was so great. So, basically, if you're not familiar with the Hunger Games, it's like some weird post-apocalyptic time where different uh, like towns are like all they're like clans or something. Right? Yeah, basically and you have people that like in that zone or in that zone. In they this the high command commands all of those zones together. Yeah, and in order, it, it's a stupid reason why they do it. I know it was just mostly traditional right. and everything that every year everyone puts up two tribunes from their own clan yeah. to come together and fight basically to the death. Well, but I think like the people who win, yeah, they get like citizenship and stuff. Like well, no, that, no, not and a not life just those people, but the people who win for that faction oh, yeah, or yeah, clan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think that. they get food. Yeah, I think for that's winning, it too. You know what I mean, and that's why it was it's a called starvation. That. Thing yeah, too. because in the very beginning, she's I know off, we see her hunting. She's hunting shit, yeah. birds, and I mean, bro, yeah. it's it, she's good. Do you know how hard it is to hit a bird with an arrow oh, in yeah, flight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, um, you know, only hungry people can. Do yeah, that. exactly. And, really and, hungry and people. And Denzel Washington in the Book of Eli, <laughs> yeah. blind. And you've already killed all other animals yeah. around you. It's the last um, one you go for. But uh, I, I really liked too when um, it, I guess it, the training was. Really that's good. what I was going to say. Was like about? the yeah. training montage of you know finding out what each person's special you yeah. know special skill was, and then finding out that one of the factions 
um, their whole thing was just to win the Hunger Games. Like yeah. they were just athletes and fucking hunters, you yeah. know. Um, she almost started a lot of the uh, uh, the female empowerment badass with that movie. Too. Oh yeah, she was a badass. She yeah. wasn't taking shit from anyone. No, and I love when they're judging her. Remember, she like she ends up throwing a javelin up next to them. Yeah, and like just to get their well, attention. Well, she shoots an arrow right next it to somebody's head. It was an arrow. Yeah. yeah, okay. And uh, yeah, she got their attention, and they're like that guy from American Beauty just looks over at her like, yeah. "What the hell are you doing?" Right. And uh, man, it was badass. But yeah, once they got up top, man, and they, I love the idea that. And I don't think they were very clear what was going to happen. They let the audience kind of figure it out when they went up top because we didn't realize that we were going to see bags of stuff and they all had to go and run and grab right, her bag. Yeah. Or, or you'd, you'd see a bow over there. And she, you just had to make, from the moment you got up, if you didn't make all the right decisions, you were dead. You're dead, yeah. And we didn't get to see these kids get real violent with each other until they got up. We didn't. I don't think... We, we were told it was to the death, but I don't think we realized it until we see little kids on top of each other beating each other senseless yeah. to death yeah. and everything, or selling them out. Or, or well, like, and there was that little girl they got, too. Like, gangs too. There was that little girl that was her friend. Yeah, the little black girl yeah. who didn't speak. Um, she was like seven yeah. or eight. Like, what the fuck are you doing in this? You know, like <laughs> who put you up? Yeah. Oh, like, well, they had to. It was drawn. It was a though. lottery. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's, that's what, what it was. was. And then that's what it was. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, her little sister, got called yeah. in the lottery. Apparently, so. that little black girl didn't have a brother or a sister who would stand up. Yeah, like, hey, it was nice to Sorry. Knowing you. Luck of the draw. What am yeah. I to say? <laughs> I can't do anything for yeah. you. <laughs> but Jennifer Lawrence is smart. I love the fact that she just went immediately up into a tree. Oh, She's yeah. She's like, boom, I'm yep. up in the tree. And then we got to see those cool bees. Oh, man, the tracker oh, jackers. Yeah, man. absolutely. They created some really good stuff. And that's what I hung on to watch the second one because that stuff where they had to, like, raise money to get her. Remember she hurt herself? And yeah, they had to, they yeah. They had to live on, because it was like a reality show. Woody Harrelson too. like got her a Dropbox. Yeah, which was weird. So this was a reality show that everyone was watching and could root for, but you could like uh, you could uh, give money to people, to, to your players. Well, it wasn't money. It was it was items. It was like food or... Yeah, it was items, but money or, to get those items. I yeah, think. yeah. And so then they would drop off like bandages to her yeah. or different things and... Now, like I said, I never saw the last two, but I did see the second one, and I just don't remember if this happened in the first one or the second one. I can one. probably tell you that. But. So the the boy counterpart, her yeah, teammate, yeah, yeah. learns to camouflage himself. Yeah, that was this one. Is it the first yeah, one where really, he camouflages yeah, yeah, himself yeah, yeah. as a rock? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you can't even see him until yeah. he opens his eye, and you're just yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, that was this That one. was a fucking yeah. cool-ass spot, It was great, spot, man. That, all that stuff in the woods yeah. was really badass. And yeah. went, they had to go, eventually go back to... I just like the gangs of all the kids. It was like Lord of the Flies. Yeah. They were like the tough kids hung out with the tough kids, and then they started picking them off one by one. Yeah. And how she ended up having to take them out, like, with the uh, with the bees, you know, cutting the hive down, yeah. and then it just destroyed that one girl. Well, and then it came down to the end, and they didn't kill each other, and, yep. you know, they oh, were both pissed eating. everybody off. Yeah, Donald you know. Sutherland played the evil motherfucker, Oh, dude, man. he was so good, though. Yeah, he was good. He was, now, like, the father of uh, Wes Bentley. This was also... Um, I forgot Woody was in it too. Yeah, Woody's so good in this. We kind of glossed over all of. I'm blanking. Well, he was really good. He was he, really. He, I just he watched played uh, their their like mentor who had won the Hunger Games he, previously. People forget that Woody Harrelson will drop into some of these big franchises and just drop out, and you forget about it. Yep. Like I just rewatched Solo. You still have to see it. I'll let you I'll borrow it. Mm-hmm. And he is so good as like the master thief in that movie. Really? He's in it a lot too, and he's like the the leader of the like the rogue uh, group who's stealing everything and shit. Yeah, That's awesome. Um. Not who's, who's excited about him being Carnage, but whatever. Yeah. Um, who's the guy that uh, played Capote? 
uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He, yeah, he was. In he this. was in this yeah, too. This he was died. His, his last movie. He, he died did between two and three. Yeah, but I think two and three were filmed at the same exact time. Right. No, three and four maybe it was. Yeah, probably. Uh, I know they had enough footage of him to make it work. Yeah, but after um, that, but that was his last screwed. one. Yeah. yeah. He was great in it too. Yeah, a lot of big actors. Uh, Stanley Tucci. Yeah, Remember he was the dude, guy who was interviewing he was so her. So good, yeah. man. Oh yeah. man. And um, was it was it uh, not Elizabeth Banks? Is that, that Elizabeth her name? Banks? Yeah, yeah. she oh, played that. She weird... was so good with that weird ass makeup yep. on. You almost like, could not tell it was her. The 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 city itself. Like yeah. when they came from where they were from and they yeah. took the train into the city, they were eating all the food. Yeah, and, dude, like, it was such a cool like. It just oh, pissed you shit. off too if you were like living in poverty and like. Dying of hunger, yeah. and then you get in here and the gluttonous of shit that's everywhere, and it almost make you feel bad. Absolutely, almost. almost. <laughs> <laughs> it stuffed you badly. <laughs> it was a good movie, man. I loved it. I'd rewatch it. I own it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It, I just, I, I, of me. I will never. I mean, if it's on and I'm sitting there and like whatever, I won't change the channel. Yeah. But like, I will never purposely end up watching the end of that series. I don't know. I don't want. I never say never because sometimes I go back and I just got the. Urge. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was similar to the Divi- uh, Divergent series. Yeah, it I was, never saw the first one, but the Divergent series was the Hunger Games yeah. B level. Oh, really? You know what but I mean? The first one was good. The first one was good. Yeah. The, ne- the next two sucked. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even watch them. And that one I confused with the Maze Runner, which has several of them on there, too. Yeah, and the Maze Runner was good, I thought. The, the first one was my favorite it's one the of them. The problem that. with the mo- a lot of the, well, not as much with movies now, because, uh, I mean, it was probably the last 10 years. They they want to do these tent pole movies so much that yeah. they have them all planned out before they even get in there. Yeah, no, and three of them. And, and, like, let the first one rock and have a good second script because these. It, back in the day, the second movies used to be awesome. Yeah. You know, like Empire Strikes Back. It was the bridge between, right. I don't think people are realizing how the good trilogies work. Yeah. How it's supposed to be the bridge and the second one's always tragic as shit. And that's most why a lot of people like the second ones. Well, and with the Hunger Games, it spawned all of the, you know, it spawned yeah. the Maze Runner Trials. It spawned it did. Divergent. It was you know like what I mean? that teenage, like, yeah. uh, um, action movie. I guess the only, fantasy. I guess even before that, though, you would have uh, the Twilight series. Oh, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, Twilight, yeah, now Hunger that I Games. Think about Twilight might even have started that shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Twilight, man. I like the first one. Once again, <laughs> I, I like the first Twilight. one and the other ones. And I'm telling you what you will watch because I know you're going to watch Tenet uh, soon. Yeah. You're going to keep that sucker until you own it? Yeah, I might. <laughs> I might. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how, I much, money I, I actually we'll see how much money I got in my bank account. I, 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 I know you have it on Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a couple days. Yeah. Uh, because I, I bought it on eBay the other day. I saw someone. Uh, someone must have bought the Blu-ray uh-huh. combo, and that's those are my uh, those are my bread and butter. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. So they'll, they'll drop the DVD for six bucks and I was like mine so I'm (laughs) waiting for it to come and I'm going to lend it to Dave before we do the 2020 but pay particular attention to how amazing uh, Robert Pattinson is in that movie Mm -hmm. he is fucking phenomenal every you want him to be on screen every moment of the movie I'm telling you you might not think it now because no one maybe going back no no one thinks it until you watch it Uh, uh, no not uh, Twilight Tenet Oh, yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. I'm like, eh, no, I don't no, know no. about Tenet, that. Tenet, he's bad <laughs> yeah. ass. Yeah, every, no, I'm looking every, forward because it's no, to Twilight me it's going to be hard. a for, to to me it's going to be a foreshadowing of how he's going to do playing yeah. Batman. And I think and he's going to be I good, man. See, he's a, you know? he's involved in every badass sequence in the movie. Too. Awesome, it's really good. Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. A lot of people think it's one of the best movies they've ever seen, and a lot of people are just completely confused in it. And I agree that it's it's damn good, but I also agree that I need to watch it several times. I, I mean, to me, I I just straight up say it seems like it's Inception on steroids. It's not as easily understandable as Inception. That's what I'm saying <laughs> on steroids. Inception was pretty hard to understand. Well, that's because times. they explained it to you throughout the whole movie. That was the you know? thing. It was like they, like they reminded you through the whole thing, and this they didn't. You're yeah. like. 
you're just in Wait, there. Are we here or are we here? You'll find out at the end. <laughs> like, you get it. You're just not completely 100% sure of the rules right. when, when you're watching. Tech. Yeah. That's the only problem I have. With yeah. It. And it's enjoyable as shit, though, for sure. Looking forward yeah. to it. And that was one of the guys, like, with these teenage movies that just flourished. Him and... Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence can still do whatever the hell she wants. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, this next one yeah. this is the one we were referring to This beforehand. is probably the oldest movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> See, King Kong was before this, so huh. uh, not too long before. I think 32, maybe. Uh-huh. So this is 1936. Teenage, no, you, when you think troubled teenagers, you think reefer men. <laughs> oh my God, what a piece of garbage this oh was. My but we God, need to be dude. on here. We need to talk about it. This was basically financed by a church, it, by a, like this really religious uh, church, and it was called some weird name. I had looked it up, and it was like uh, uh, something for the children or something. Like, see who produced uh, uh, reefer madness That's or what church had to do with it. We're just getting like pollen all over. Like, I know, what right? What's going on here? That's the end of uh, winter. We're going straight back into spring now. <laughs> uh, Reaper Madness, man, was always just, it got so, it was so comical when it came out. And then there was a period of time in the early 90s where it became like a cult classic movie. Yeah. You know, just because of how ridiculous it was. And it was, it was produced and. It was brought to you by the church, basically, to scare you out of using marijuana. So George Herleman was the one who produced it at first, but then yep. after that, Dwayne Esper came in. But who was the church that did it? I'm trying to find it. Because I had read it yesterday, and it was called something weird. Tell Your Children. Yeah, oh, tell- no, no, that's the name. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, but it's that- also the name of the church. Really? Yeah, the church was called Tell My Children. Really? And that was also on the poster. It- it was very strange. And basically it was going to, if you read the opening like crawl, it, it's amazing of what they say. Oh, yeah. What they say marijuana will do to you. Yeah. And it, it will cause you to go insane yep. and hurt yourself and others. The psychological damage you'll and never not come remember back from a it. thing. You won't remember a thing. You'll be suicidal. Uh, and it is hilarious to watch if you've ever smoked weed. Oh, yeah, or you I mean, ever know people that smoke weed. Most weed smokers are very mellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of no, I, I love the very beginning of the movie. I'm pretty sure it is. And it's been 15 years yeah. since I've seen I rewatched this. But it. I, it's on YouTube. The I colorized version well. is actually really good. Oh, I never saw the because colorized version. They, anytime someone's smoking weed and he exhales it, they, they change the color of the smoke to, to like green. green. Yeah. It's purple at one point. <laughs> awesome. And you're like, oh, it's so toxic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I remember, I think it's in the very beginning of the movie where they're explaining about what marijuana is. Yeah, yeah. And they're literally driving down the road and there's just weed growing in the ditches while they're driving <laughs> along. Yeah. And and it's them talking about how they, you know, had to make sure that this devil's leaf and everything like that oh, was, ex- you know, completely eradicated. They were and- just showing these people like they were on, like, hardcore PCP. Yeah. And is what they were describing. Absolutely. If, if you think of what hardcore PCP is, uh, that's what you think, that's what they're describing. Find yourself in Wait chicken coop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Debo's <laughs> chicken coop sweating like a slave. <laughs> That's exactly what they made it look like. They had the guy playing the piano out of, out of control and yeah, wild well, eye. Yeah, and he the, looked just completely crazy. Like, he His was, hair is all uh, over the place. Anytime someone smoked, button. they made him look wild. And then yeah. they had the one kid who uh, who was, uh, they made it look like he was a crazy drunk driver. He like smoked and got behind the wheel and yeah. then clipped some guy and was like a hit and run. Yeah. Never got caught for it too nope. in, the, in the movie. But, but what was interesting about this movie is if it, if they had, I had mentioned this to my wife when I was rewatching it, if they had taken the drug element out of it, it there was a great moment where 
while he was high on weed, he he thought this guy was hitting on his girl. So he came in there and uh, he started wrestling this guy. And someone took a gun out and uh, someone uh, a girl got shot accidentally. Uh-huh. And because he was so high on weed and out of it, they stuck the gun in his hand and they like stood him up in front of the dead body. Yeah. And so when he he comes to, he's like. Oh, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. What did I do? And then he's on like trial and everything. Yeah. And then the, the people that were in the room feel bad about it. And they were like, we can't let him hang, man. We can't yeah. let him hang. There was actually somewhat of a movie there yeah. towards the last third of it and everything. Yeah. But the idea that they made the catalyst weed well, was. Yeah. <laughs> but crazy. didn't didn't they end up finding him guilty and he jumps out of a window? I don't think he jumped. I did think. I, I think we did see somebody commit suicide, but it wasn't him. Yeah, somebody he, somebody smoked a joint and jumped out a window. No, they because at the end they, <laughs> they were gonna hang this guy or something. God, and dude. they uh, the girl came in and just recanted. It was all us. He didn't do anything. Yeah. They saw him put the gun in his hand. Yeah. he was just high. Oh God, <laughs> it was just insane, man. But you it, know and how. I love how the world has changed on uh, marijuana oh, over yeah, the dude. years, and people are looking at it more like. I think five uh, years it'll be federally legal. It's gonna. I think it's gonna happen in the first year of the uh, Biden administration. I would like or, to say Biden, uh, the the Biden administration. Yeah, I, I would like to say that it will be, but I think it'll probably be about five more years. I think there's a lot of key things that they're gonna want to push. I think that. I think the, uh, yeah, the they'll be like the, sure as long as you buy it from us. Yeah, well, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. If anyone looks at the states of how they're doing it now, and it's working out for everybody, and people are using less oxycotton, and that's the reason to have it, people. Absolutely, uh, it, it's used as a painkiller, anxiety killer, yep. and, and you can function completely on it. Yeah, you know, and it's it's one of those things you can't say to many people, but no one's uh, getting into horrible crashes in cars on no. marijuana. No. If anything, you're you're not smoking it. And if you are, most people, and I can speak this, uh, most people uh, are a lot more alert and aware of everything that's happening around them when they're on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I will speak from experience. Yeah. I know if I fucking smoke and yeah. I decide to drive, I don't, you know, smoke then just go hop in the truck. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but like, dude, I'm so fucking paranoid that like... Oh my God! I just shifted an inch to the left. I've yeah, got to come yeah, back yeah, and correct. Yeah. You know, that's what why I mean? you don't like, hear many people. There's a reason you don't hear many people uh, getting in an accident. Not on, not no, into an accident, but waiting. they're they're getting to the point now where cops have the swabs. Yeah, and it's the same no, thing as a stupid, breathalyzer, and it's just like, come on, bro. Like, I mean, how long could you have had that? Because a lot of weed only lasts an hour, right? You know, yeah. and that's or, or bad weed only and, lasts. I, and that's minutes. the thing. That's the thing. Okay, you take somebody who's never smoked weed before yeah. in their life, you get them really fucking high and put them in a car. Yeah, that's probably a dangerous situation. Because something you scary know? about if I smoke on a Saturday and then accidentally clip somebody on Sunday afternoon and, and they you, can swab and yep. they find out or that blood. I had smoked and I yep. was like, come on, dude. Yeah. That was way before that. And then That's it's up to ridiculous. you to prove that you didn't and it's like, there's yeah. no way. There's no way that I, I can you take... Would, you would think they would at least take the surprise. It's going to be a weird thing when they make it federal because they're not going to be able to uh, test it for it on drug applications. So, you know, for like jobs right. and stuff, yeah. they're going to have to just eliminate that, which they should. Yeah. They're not testing for alcohol, and there's a lot more problems with people showing up to work drunk. Way, way more problems, more dude. Than, than weed. Yeah. I mean, no, I, know, I... I know tons of people that you want them high when you get them <laughs> yeah. <a> <laughs> Present. <laughs> I've met many people on the set, I remember, and... Uh, <coughs> And I have, uh, I'm, I've been a smoker for a long time, but when I was on the set, I never did it. I, afterwards, I would. Yeah. But on the set, and that's just me. I yeah. wanted to be, I, 
I, I had so much going on that I didn't want to get laxed in one particular job and everything. But there were certain actors that uh, that came up to me and said, trust me, dude, you want me high <laughs> You want me to remember my lines yeah. and everything? And it's not like they're going and uh, shooting up or doing coke or no, anything like yeah. that. that th- those, no one's advocating those unless you're in Oregon. And there's a strong <laughs> argument for not even, uh, for, for everything to be legal. God, I, dude. Uh, that shit's going to be like the real Wild West again oh, soon. Like, yeah, so. Reaver Madness. You want to watch a good movie with a good laugh? That's that's the way to go. Now, and the next one, not a good laugh. You you will you will have very few. Not laughs a good in this laugh movie. to the point that once it got to the scene, yeah. I turned it off, and I've never it's, turned it back it's on. It's difficult. It's a, it's a fantastic movie. I'm a huge Stanley Kubrick fan, so I'm I'm in on all his movies. Yeah. I own all of them. I think. No, I don't know and, what it is. Rape scenes for me. They, oh, I'm with they, you. They, they, I'm with you. Dude. Like I will walk out of a movie yep. just because it's just there's the, something too real about yep, it. You I know? agree with you 100. percent And I I am that. Might be the one thing that bothers me most. Yeah, you can cut anything. off a motherfucker's head. Yep. You can castrate yep. him. You can do whatever. Anything you're doing to kids, animals, yeah. or rape. Yep. I don't want to see him in the I movies. Don't want and if you put him in the movies, that's fine. But be aware that you're going to lose a certain yeah. portion of your Absolutely. audience. Absolutely. I've noticed that in filmmaking, and you have to you have to be aware of that in screenwriting. That hey, you're going to shoot that dog. You're going to strangle that cat. Yeah. You're going to lose a lot of people right yep. then. Not only will you have people walk out, but you will have people just like tell other people that that scene's in there, and they won't watch it for that reason. Right. I know that's the case if I have watched a movie and told Dave hey there's some animal cruelty in it he's like yeah. I'll skip it yeah, yeah. I'm good uh, but this movie this was it was revolutionary for sure uh, I don't think we mentioned the name of it yet <laughs> the 1971's A Clockwork Orange and no one's gonna say that this is an, an easy uh, fun ride to go on to at times it is it, it, at times it really actually is in that last half of the movie it's really kind of more of a different fun tone to it than that first part right so I imagine you can probably explain this because it, I feel like there just has to be some tie in what is the it, what does the title have to do with the movie that I'm not sure really yeah I, okay. I read the book a long time ago by Anthony Burgess and a really great book but it, just to tell you how difficult it was to understand the book is they had uh, a glossary in the back oh, for fuck. terms man uh, that the, a lot of the slang that the yeah. druids and all these different things so I'll just tell you the kind of the general gist of it basically you're just dealing with uh, these wild hooligans in like uh, England mm. that uh, they were they made their own gang they dressed all strange it was during the I mean this what took place in like 71 but you kind of got more of a uh, 1968 kind of in London feel to it mm-hmm. and they were just scumbags man and they would do whatever they wanted they would beat people up they would steal from them to the point where they would do house break-ins and the, and the one that you uh, and it was led by uh, Malcolm McDowell who's awesome I love Malcolm McDowell and mm-hmm. all the different stuff he's in and it gets down to the point, yeah, where they do that one home invasion, and it's hard, man. That's obviously, and, he, and it destroys the song, Singing in the Rain, for you for the rest of your yeah. life, for sure. Because <laughs> he's singing, singing in the rain as he's raping this one woman in, like... And they're showing some hardcore nudity in this yeah. movie. Hardcore. Yeah. Uh, like, you weren't used to this in 71. 71, this must have freaked people Fuck yeah, out. dude. Must have totally freaked people. I know we weren't allowed to watch it at the uh, video store. It was one of those movies that someone had told me at some point, yeah, you're never going to be able to watch that. Yeah. Movie. So, well, We're not going to play that on said, repeat said, you know here. when you tell me that, I'm going to watch that movie. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. I said, you should have said, ah, that's a boring-ass movie about tea parties and shit, dude. You don't want that. That would have been the smart play. Yeah, right? You, know, you tell me Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No, I say yes. <laughs> uh, so, but they, yeah, there's a horrible rape scene where a guy where they break into this guy's house and they not only do they rape her, they rape her right in front of her husband, yeah. man. And it's it's difficult as shit. But it is very pertinent to how the movie turns out at the end. It's very interesting. And at that point, 
he Malcolm McDowell gets caught by the cops. Right. And the movie completely changes. Mm-hmm. He's in jail. It's he's not a big man on campus. His his buddies turn on him and everything. And when he's in jail, they approach him to be part of this program where they're gonna desensitize him to violence and sex. Right. And they do it in such a way they, they're pumping drugs in him, but they bring him to a movie theater and they uh force his they eyes force open. his eyes open yeah. to watch this and there's someone sitting next to him with eyedroppers and everything. God and dude. He, and they're showing him like the most violent shit and they're showing him all this sex stuff and then they the movie kind of gets fun at that point because he's cured apparently so they uh-huh. bring him out on stage and they bring a naked girl out there yeah and he's go so go ahead touch, touch her yeah and then when he reaches out to her he gets so sick to his stomach that he throws up yeah he just can't do it yeah and then uh anytime someone's violent to him they bring somebody out and starts kicking him he's like why are you kicking me friend and yeah. he's just kicking him and he, he can't respond yeah there's nothing he can do well then they release him into the real world mm-hmm. and he ends up coming in contact to Everybody that he came contact at the beginning of the movie that fucked with him, right? Like his uh, his former friends who turned on him all became cops, and they dragged him out and they start drowning him and they leave him for dead. And he's got to drag himself to a house, and he doesn't realize that he knocks on the door that it's the house where he raped the guy's wife. Oh, but he was fuck. wearing a mask, so he wasn't quite sure it was him. Yeah, and it was an old guy in a wheelchair who had this big, massive dude mm-hmm. that carried him around. Oh wow! Uh, and the massive dude is Darth Vader, the guy in the suit. No shit. Just Died, David Prowse. Yeah, and he's like, "I recognize you, don't I?" And then it, it hits him at one point, man. Oh fuck! And oh man, it just comes all the way back to him. And then it ends in this weird satirical way, where it ends up coming back in his favor in some way. And it, it's where they uh, realized that the uh, uh, the prison fucked up trying to rehabilitate him that way. And we'll get you straight now. Oh time. god! And it's it's crazy, man. Just it was... seventy five more hours with this screen. <laughs> It was a fun movie, but yeah, there was some difficult, weird stuff, and it was it was strange, man. Yeah, the, the cinematography was strange, the lighting was strange, yeah. the the decor was strange. There was he he uh, busted in the one woman's house one uh, at one point, and she had nothing but like ceramic dildos all over the house, and she had one that like it was huge. I mean, it was like <laughs> I don't know, three feet long, God. and it was on the ground, yeah. and uh, it had like the, the 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 dick and the balls, and the balls like bounced. Like, <laughs> Like sit on it, yeah. If wanted to, yeah. And at some point, he like sits on it and he attacks her with it and he picks it up and you're like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, in this that's movie, crazy. Man? It's shit, a wild, dude. weird movie, man. Yeah. But it's worth watching for sure. All right, the next one, great one. Oh, love this movie. Grew up watching this movie, man. On uh, HBO, it was an HBO classic, 1984's Red Dawn. I actually just randomly picked this out to watch two weeks ago. Oh, nice, yeah. man. Like, just randomly, movie, I was like, oh, man. I'm just gonna watch this. Talk about some stars in this movie. Oh man. yeah, dude. And when I think troubled teens, because it was what what I liked about this movie, and it was. Uh, Crows. <laughs> really, we aren't either. talking the crow guys. <laughs> yeah, come back when we get when to we the, Brandon the Brandon Lee. Lee when we did the Brandon Lee pod, you can come back or the Hitchcock fucking, one. Fucking peanut gallery or the over Hitchcock here. One, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Red Dawn. I, what I loved about it was the uh, how the teens kind of transitioned from either mousy and weak, yeah, uh, or or loving to cruel, yeah, and. I got to do what the hell we want. Yeah. I'm particularly thinking like C. Thomas That's, Howell. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big one. Even Jennifer Grey toughened yeah. up and Leah Thompson. T- they all did, man. Yeah. And so, why don't you tell us a little bit kind of the premise since I, I could talk about it all day long. But yeah. I just um, well, I mean, 
they kind of start off. So it starts off and there's like the the text on the screen that yeah. basically says that the wheat harvest in Russia has been the worst one like ever. Um, and like global food stores, you know, are, are going down and countries are invading each other. And, you know, the U.N. is completely dissolved. And so America is America on its own. There yeah. are no more allies or anything like that. <clears throat> so I think they're in Colorado, aren't they? I think so. I think they are. Either um, that or California, maybe upstate Colorado. Yeah, it could be. Um, they say it at some point in the movie, but because there's that rock. Unless it was Michigan, is that where the Wolverines came from? Or that was their high school? That was their high school mascot, school mascot yeah. yeah. Um, and so basically they're sitting in class one day, and the teacher, who is a very notable guy, I just can't Frank, think of his name. Frank uh, Cray, I think. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. awesome. He's He was in... Um, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Treat me like a dog, Mr. Yeah, Wally. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. also the cop in like, Loaded Weapon. Uh, was it Loaded Weapon that's or was it? it Last Action Hero? Last it's one of the two. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Both, it's, it, it might be. <laughs> he, he does um, that character. Yeah, well. and so he's sitting there teaching class, and all of a sudden, these paratroopers are like yep. landing outside the school, yep. and he's just kind of watching it. And he, he even says, "He's like, wow, they were way off target, yep. you know." And didn't, didn't uh, think anything of it when he came outside. No. And What's he, the problem, friend? Bow, 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 just shoots right. him with an AK and drops yeah. him right there. And then all of a sudden it's pandemonium yeah. and everybody's running around. And, Get to your trucks. Yeah. yeah. And and at first I thought it was the Russians, but it was the Cubans. Yeah. Those were the ones. The Cubans and the Russians were the adversaries in this yeah. state, which was interesting because that was the what was going to happen in the 60s. In the Cold War. In the Cold War yeah. when uh, they were stockpiling weapons right before the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. The Russians were stockpiling weapons in Cuba to do an attack. So which for the I like re- the idea that they're like the Sleeping giant that are oh, we'll wait till 1983 and do it. Yeah, so it was it was believable, you know. Yeah, well, and I I mean I didn't think that the remake was anywhere near as wasn't good. good. Wasn't good, but I thought it was interesting they how they with, Korea, with yeah. how they did that. You know yeah. what I mean? To, to at least make it a little more yeah. you know relevant to our time. Yeah. But um, well, so you guys didn't need to watch it. What's that? That old one holds up. You don't need to watch. No, it. No, yeah, no, it definitely. I I only watched it to see like how you should well. Talk some actors here, man. We oh, got dude, you got Charlie Sheen, Swayze. you got Patrick Swayze, you got C. Thomas Howell, uh, like you said, Jennifer Grey, Daryl Dalton, who is uh, the head of the Socias, and uh, he was the one that fucking traded uh, traded on their asses. Oh, that's right. His father was the mayor. Yeah, who was uh, the guy from uh, Son in Law. Uh, with, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember his name. Who's, um, whose dad Dean was it? Dean Stockwell. Not Dean Stockwell. Uh, the, the guy who played Brain from uh, uh, Escape from New York. Uh, I can't played, remember him. Played Charlie Sheen and he Avenge Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was um, also from Green Mile. He was walking the mile. That's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, like right. Harry Dean Stanton. That, that's yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, Stanton. he was so. Um, a lot of like really good character actors just. Oh yeah, in. dude. And like I said, Jennifer Grey and Leah Thompson were both huge at this time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jennifer Grey. This was '83. This was probably before. I think this was before Ferris and before Dirty Dancing. I think it was. And. Uh, uh, Leah Thompson definitely before Back to the Back Future. Back to the Future, yeah. And uh, the great Howard the Duck. Uh, <laughs> I always had a crush on Leah Thompson. I oh, yeah. Great. She was great. So, yeah, so basically this group of teens, you know, get together and they two all... Two brothers and, like, three friends. Yeah. It might have been four at that point. Cause I, you, uh, you a couple had... of them didn't make it. I know that. C. Thomas Hall, Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, the younger one, 
Then you had the, the guy from the Outsiders that trades on him. And, but then, remember, they don't pick up the girls until they go visit their, uh, the guy who had the shop. Yeah, that's and right. he had them in the, in the basement. Yeah. It's like, take my girls. Yeah. Remember the, uh, we got a couple uh, family heirlooms to send with you. <laughs> yeah, that was that's his, right. That was his line, man. I loved it. I remember the, the mom was like, no, don't. Yeah. No, he says, hey, you can't stay here with us. Right. Um, and then there was also the American soldier who was a good actor. Oh, I, Powers Booth. That's who it Fucking was. Yeah, a, I couldn't man. think of Powers who Booth it was. was yeah, he dude, he was great, What's man. the capital of Texas? Yeah. Was, I, I thought it was creepy, though, how he was hitting on uh, yeah, Leah yeah. Thompson. I don't I, think he was that old, though. I think he, we thought he I was I don't old. think he was either. I but, think he was probably in his 30s, and she was probably 18. And they never did anything. No, but there was flirty parts. Oh, yeah, you yeah know, there were where, definitely flirty parts. Where he's grabbing her by the arm and pulling well, her. Playing, you get over here. They were here. playing football. Yeah. They were playing touch football. But they were doing touch football a little more they than They did that else. just for uh, the point, because when he dies, yeah. she did not take it well. Right, yeah. And... Uh, Man, I, I love that we got to see almost the downfall of everybody. You oh knew yeah, they dude. Make it. Yeah. So basically, what's happened? I mean, uh, the the Russians, the Cubans have now fully invaded. Yeah. And taken over, and everyone is in like prison camps, and they're like shooting everybody out. And they're yeah. just like walking them out to fields and shooting them, and these ragtag group of kids has to just like uh, they call themselves the Wolverines. They cover their mouths, they steal guns, and then they just kill Cubans and Russians, man. Yeah. And it's just the whole rest of the movie, just killing Cubans and Russians. Yep. Yeah, they they befriend uh, Powers Booth, who was a down pilot because pilots are going down in our own country and yeah, everything. It's, it's just crazy. crazy. Yeah, but yeah, one of my favorite scenes, man, is when uh, when that Daryl guy gets uh, goes into town. His dad's the uh, the dad's the mayor. Yeah, and they find out they have a way of uh, of finding a tracker uh, and finding out. They uh, make him swallow it. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and but they have a tracker. Uh, they get the way of tracking the tracker basically right. they get that machine and it starts going off why they're in the middle of the woods with each other yeah and everything and it go and they bring it right over to the guy that's uh, well at first though they they get into like a a, a gunfight yeah. because there's people following them and they're like how the hell do they know where yeah, we yeah. are how are they finding us exactly and then they turn that on and like they're sitting in a little circle and the thing starts going crazy and he breaks and like, down tells them yeah they made me they, they made me swallow it i swallowed you know? it and everything and patrick swayze is like well we're gonna have they're to kill debating him. if they're gonna kill him or not and while they're in the middle of debating him fucking see thomas, thomas Howell. Howell just lifts his gun and yep. just blows him yep. away yeah well there was two of them they yep. killed they killed a russian first yep um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right he, he was begging for his life yeah yeah and so they killed him and then you know that's when the other guy starts breaking down and yep. everything and you know patrick swayze doesn't want to do it charlie yep. sheen doesn't want to do it the yep. girls don't want to do it and they're all like we can't do this and then Pow, 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 you know, see well, Thomas Howell's just like, fuck it, it's done. He had you know? been one of the best character arcs in that movie, oh, too, yeah, because dude. at the very beginning, he was just crying his eyes out, yeah. and what are we going to do when we can't do this? And then he hardened up quick. Yeah. And, like, a believable hardened up. And yeah. so did Jennifer Grey. When Jennifer Grey, like, I love the scene where they're hiding under the ground, mm -hmm. and Jennifer Grey's just walking with her bicycle and everything, and the Russians attack her, and then she just knows that all, at some point she has to book it, and when she gets past where they're in the ground, they right. pop up and yeah. they just kill them all. Yeah. God, it was such a fun movie. Movie for a teenage like oh, anybody, fuck, teenage yeah, girls dude. and Wolverines. guys. Because that's what people forget. They were some teenage badass ladies in this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Really loved Red, dude, Jennifer uh, Red Dawn, Ga man. Jennifer Gray is fucking firing a yep. minigun. 
You know I what love I mean? The scene like, where they see the uh, where they see the food fall off the truck. Yeah, and she goes down there to check it out, and she just starts eating the oranges and shit, yep. and all the food, and then they're just enjoying the hell out of it because they yeah. haven't eaten good food in a while. But that's when that big Apache comes down, man. Yeah, and uh, same one Jen- from Rambo Three, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. And uh, then Jennifer Grey has to hide in the bushes, and who is with her? Who dies with her? Well, Patrick Swayze picks her up. Oh, that's right. And she drags her and puts the grenade in her hand. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, and they put it in her hand, but the thing is. Is she like puts it underneath her? That's right. So when they come to find her they and they her. lift her up, mm-hmm. it's boom, you know. I so. love the scene at the end where the uh, the Russian lets Patrick Swayze it's go. The Cuban. Is the, the Cuban? Yeah, because he's go? he's writing a he's writing a letter to his wife saying that he's like I'm done with this. I'm yeah, resigning yeah. my post. He was I, good. He was in a bunch of different stuff. He that was guy. a very good like I've seen him. He has he had a lot of acne scars on his face, so he's very mm-hmm. recognizable. Yeah, but he his his dramatic and his seriousness like. Because his the other ki- guy was the cube. The other cube. The Cuban guy was him. The Russian was the guy from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Cuban guy was. Uh, he was the very first one to fall. Like when they were paratrooping, yeah. paratrooper shooting, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, his team was the one that was gotcha. there. Um, and then I don't know, 15, 20 minutes into the movie, after that, then you realize that he's not actually the one in charge. Yeah. The Russian guy comes in, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's, uh, right. that's when he talks about setting up a trap and everything like mm. that. And you know, but yeah, at the end there, he's he's got fucking Swayze and C. Thomas Howell dead to rights, just shoot well, him right holding, there. Uh, isn't I think he's holding his brother. Yeah, yeah. Patrick like, uh, Swayze's Patrick carrying Swayze's, uh, C. Thomas Howell. No, uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh, is it Charlie Sheen? Yeah, I, thought I don't it, okay. think. Yeah, C. Thomas Howell wasn't his brother. They were uh, Charlie Sheen and Patrick Swayze. Okay. Okay, then that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, so he's carrying him, and he's just, you could tell he had just been crying his eyes out. Yeah. The look on Patrick Swayze's face, Yeah, I, I don't know how long it took him to get that look on him, yeah. that he was like, almost like, if you if you got to kill me, that's fine. Yeah. I just lost something so important. In me yeah, well, and they were both hit at this point. Yeah. He was already shot, Yeah, you know. and. He just he just waved him. Oh, yeah, let him yeah. Get no, by, he had man. the gun. He had the gun drawn, and yep. he just he had that put Uzi the gun and he down. Just couldn't do it. And, yeah, no. Yeah. And, and great I, moment. The movie. No, it they was. Didn't have to it was so good because, like, of course, I've seen this movie several times. Yeah. But like, when you first see the the Cuban head military guy, yeah. you can tell there's a portion of him that's yeah. like, I don't necessarily want to be here. I'm here doing what I need yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. And as his character goes through. Uh-huh. He doesn't get tougher and tougher. He gets softer and softer yeah, and true. realizes, like, this isn't who I want to be. Yeah. And, like, he's got a great character all, arc. All that stuff was missing in the in the remake. Yeah, absolutely. That, that was the problem with yeah. the remake. I mean, yeah. they got the best thing that they got going for him is they got Chris Helmsworth before he got huge. Exactly. You know, yeah. that, that and Cabin in the Woods. I also watched that the other night, too. You guys got off cheap a few guys <laughs> early in his career because after those two movies, he, he's commanding $5 million or plus. Yeah, so, or uh, yeah. what's his name? Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like he was just a tubby little funny <laughs> retarded dude. Sorry, that's messed t- up dude. That's totally true, though. You know, he, and, he had that belly man. Yeah, and dude, and, and now he's fucking Star Lord. Yeah. Like that's that's Canel Nanjiani too. Oh yeah, yeah, that little uh, that, that little beer belly, just that funny little guy, and yeah. now he's ripped the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Red Dawn, man. You can't go wrong with 1984's Red Dawn. Great just movie. Watch it, love it. All right, the next one, another great, fantastic movie, man, that I just love so much, and this is 1991's Boys in the Hood. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you think Trouble Teens, man? This was this was right up there, man. It, it really shined a spotlight on the life of an average like black male at that time in L.A. Absolutely, you know. And I love that they told it from the perspective of three completely different characters. Yeah, with, con- two, with three. Completely different, like uh, life arcs yeah. of where they were going yeah. with, with their life. You know, yeah. 
So we've got um, you got Ricky Doughboy and, and Trey, 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 yeah, and played brilliantly by uh, Ice Cube. Um, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. and I'm not sure what the third guy's name. He's is. and he's been and I've in so seen many, him in several movies yeah, and, too. And he's grown up and like he's become one of those you yeah. know like very well known actors. Yeah. I just can't think of it off. Was the top he in of my Four head. Brothers? Maybe he wasn't. No, that's no. um. There's someone uh, that looks like him in Four Brothers. Yeah, but it's it's uh fuck I can't think of his name either. Yeah. He's in Fast and Furious. Um, oh yeah, yeah yeah I know who that guy is. His yeah. name starts with a T, but yeah. I can't think of his name. Trayvon. No. no. Tyrese. Tyrese. That's yeah, it. Tyrese, yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, so basically you've got, uh, uh... Oh, can't forget about Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne, one of his best movies he ever did. Angela Bassett. One um, of her best movies. Morris man. Chestnut is the guy's name we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't the woman from Lean On Me on in this, the one woman you uh, looked up that wanted to get him fired? I want to say that she was one of the moms um, in this movie. I want to say she was, like, Ice Cube's mom. Possibly. I'm and, trying to see uh, If now, you don't but... see her there, probably not. Yeah, I don't no. think that was her. So, what you got going on? Lawrence Fishburne, like, one of the best dads that you could hope for. Certainly, God, he was cert- so good, He dude. was such a good dad. If you were doing, like, like a dad's episode in there, he was really good. He wanted to teach his son the right way to live, the right way to do things and everything. And the problem was is he was living with his mom at the beginning of the movie. And we got to see him when they were younger. What, what were they, like, uh, 10 or 12 years old? Yeah, something and like so that. And so then they, uh, he ended up moving in with his dad. And his dad had across the street had uh, Ice Cube was living across the street with uh, Morris guy. Isn't there also like a very um, uh, shit? What's the movie I'm trying to think of? Uh, Stand by me moment, where they go and they look at a dead body. Oh, in the maybe alley. They did at the beginning. now you know yeah, what though? Yeah, yeah, they did, now, they did. I do this all the time. I fuck up Menace to Society and yeah. Boys in the Hood. I've watched and this I put one them way together. more than Yo, Menace me too. Society. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I remember about Menace to Society is the the hamburger funny line where he holds up the hamburger oh yeah, yeah, yeah dude yeah i got these double cheeseburgers man are they both singleton too because john singleton i think they are not with us anymore too and he was this is his opus man yeah. so good and, and this was some really great character uh work in it and we we jump forward to when they're older and uh and cube is coming back into town you know and alan we, hughes alan, alan and albert hughes did, did the to society. second one yeah, yeah they did really a lot of good stuff too yeah. uh so the basically the three lives that we're dealing with here, we've got Cuba Gooding Jr. Well, let's go to Ice Cube first. Ice Cube is kind of rebelled, and he is part of the gangster life. Yeah, you know, he's been in and out of jail. Oh, he's, he's, a a, he's a thug. He's yeah, he's a, a crack he's dealer. He's a dealer. Yeah, you got his brother who is an athlete, yeah. and he's got a way out. Yeah, he, he's got his uh-huh. way out. He wants to go to USC. That's California too, because yeah, LA and USC is what the school he was trying to get into. Yeah, uh, and he had a path where he wanted to take. And then you got the Cuba Gooding Jr. character who almost was in the middle of the road, and he could yeah. go either way. Yeah, you know, he could live that straight life that his dad's been teaching him to do his entire life, but to the point where. He, I think he gets annoyed by it at times. Yeah, at, with Lawrence Fishburne preaching at him yeah. all the time, even yeah. though he is like, the, he is the perfect. I've got wisdom. Yeah, you should listen to what I got to tell you. You know what his name is in the movie? Lawrence. Yeah. Who? Furious. Furious. That's yeah. right. Furious man, and he's trying to change the the, the city and everything like that. Yeah, because yeah, they have that meeting on the corner. On the corner, you yeah. know, and like, God, dude, he. he 
that is probably Lawrence Fishburne's character in Boys yep. in the Hood may be one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Interesting. Like, That's a great uh, statement. God, but it's, I can't uh, argue with that because it's really good. Yeah. A lot of people dismiss Boys in the Hood because they think it's just like a thug movie. And no, everything. it's, and it, it's it a movie about growing up, not. but it's also now, eye-opening. Menace to Society is a little bit more of a thug movie. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. is, and yeah. it's a little bit, it's not as... Uh, uh, it's not as much as an art piece as I think. Yeah, there's uh, not as much heart in it as there is. Yeah, there is real some really gritty good life situations you know? yeah. and, uh, that happened in this movie, and that kind of catalyst all these different characters into different ways that they didn't expect to go into, and we go on like a ride to see them, and it doesn't always. It's not. It ends tragically in a lot of parts of it and everything, yeah. man. Brilliantly played by all three of those actors, four of those actors. Yeah, that include Lawrence in there for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I loved it. I, I've watched it several times over the years, and I uh, I need to watch it again. I haven't it. seen it in too long. We talked about it of what fifty pods ago or yeah. something. I think I watched it again right before then. But yeah, yeah it's, it's probably been a year and a half or so. But I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's a fucking great movie. Next movie, this movie, huh? We grew up with this movie, The Great John Hughes. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I remember sitting outside my living room door while my brother, uh, why Dave and his friend were in there watching it because he had he was like 13 and was yeah. allowed to watch it. It was nothing that we couldn't really watch in this right. movie. No sex in the movie, which I was think they the smoke big thing. a joint at one point. Yeah, they had, there was a little drugs. Maybe yeah. that was the big thing with it was the yeah. drugs. And this was uh, 1985's The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Man, you think Troubled Teens? And you, know, you think brilliant writing by John Hughes? And, you know, while both of those are both completely 100% accurate, I was thinking about this on the way over here. I don't like this movie. What? I, I know it's a classic. I know it's a great movie. This is movie. as shocking as Dave not liking Rush. <laughs> uh, a couple uh, of I, I, I just I was just thinking about it, and I think what it was was when this movie came out, the age group, similar to like what you were just saying, yeah. like to not being able to watch it, yeah. the age group, I was too young to understand what yeah. they were fucking talking about. Now, of course, I get it, you know? But like, I think what happened was, was I went through that period of my life and then came back to watch that movie again. And I think was that already, was the case with me. And was already through that. Yeah. And so therefore, for me, I was never as fascinated by this movie as everybody huh. else was. Not a bad movie. It's oh, a yeah. good movie. Oh, I, I love it, man. You know, I mean, the the, the dialogue, the characters, the, you know, the different uh, aspects of society and where yeah. people stand. Yeah. Like, great movie, but I just never really liked it. Wow. I don't know why. I love it, man. I, it's a fun movie. We put on every once in a while. I don't I don't think it's as fun as 16 Candles or Weird Science. Oh, this this has more not. of a mes- message to it. I mean, there's points in the movie where they all break down and cry. Yeah, together. absolutely. And so this, it's a lot more poignant of a movie than you, you, you think of when you're just slapping in an 80s comedy, too, right. which, which it was. I mean, all-star cast. Oh, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald. Uh, Who was the principal? Uh, Ali uh, Sheedy. Yeah. And then uh, Paul Gleason yeah. played the principal. You and, want another uh, one? Yeah. That's one more. <laughs> yeah. Man, he was so fucking yeah. good in this movie. <laughs> I loved him in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just the, the dialogue is so quotable. He was he was like Answer Joe Clark question, without Claire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like Joe Clark without the bat. Oh yeah. Like... You fuck with a bull, you get the horn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. And uh, the janitor, I like the janitor. Yeah. He was the guy from uh, Weird Science that he used in the Blues Club. Oh, I didn't realize that. Or he's that. like it's simply sexual. No yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was great. He was I've seen him in a bunch of different uh, John Hughes movies. Uh but I love the idea of the different class systems in school. I mean, it's not the first time it's been done, but it was. It might have been one of the best times to show it. You know, the, every one of these different characters had that. You know, Molly Ringwald played the the pretty prissy girl. Yeah. You had Emilio Estevez 
Estevez played the jock. the jock. Judd Nelson played the thug. Well, he was, I mean, he was like the, from the wrong side of the track. Yeah, he was just the thug. Know? He was yeah. the bully. Yeah. And uh, Anthony Michael Hall played the geek. Yeah. And then uh, Ali Sheedy played like the outcast weird girl. Yeah. Dressed you know, in who, black, didn't who would, talk. Uh, who would pull the dandruff out of her hair and make it uh, snow on the yeah. picture in front of her. That was so great. Uh, and it was when you put all, it was basically all these different characters in, that's what I appreciated too, that the locations, you know, I mean, it, it was all done on like a shoestring budget. Oh yeah. When it, it could have been even cheaper than it was. I'm Dude, sure it still it was like Project Threshold with the courthouse. Yeah, you know I what mean, I mean. The, like, they're all in this room, and a lot of it is the dialogue and how they're clashing together. You yeah. know, the geek doesn't get along with the with the bully. The bully is secretly fascinated with the pretty girl, but feels like he should put her down because that's what he does. Right. You know. Yeah. And no one wants to talk about the uh, the weird uh, girl who's making up lies that she killed people and yeah. all this different stuff. And, and nobody wants to think about what school's going to be like on Monday yeah. when we get back. But what they all can agree on is that we hate Paul Gleason. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that we want to fuck with him. And uh, did you hear a noise? What kind of noise, sir? <laughs> yeah. Was it a ruckus? I heard a ruckus. <laughs> Could you describe the ruckus? <laughs> there was a lot of great time. When's the last time you've seen this movie? Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's, probably, it's you, probably been 20 years. You probably should revisit it just yeah. to see all those great actors young. No, but I, when they sneak off to smoke weed, yeah. man, and I, I love one of my favorite lines, uh, Mike, when they're all smoking weed around the circle, and Anthony Michael Hall does this in almost every one of his movies where he puts on a pair of glasses uh-huh. and he acts a lot older than he is yeah. or drunk or yeah. really high and he's so funny like, he really you think is. Of that weird science scene yeah. might be one of my favorite co- comedic scenes in any movie it's, is, it's is great. Michael or Anthony Michael Hall in the Blues Club or on the way home from the Blues Club yeah. at his house with Chet yeah. just so funny but there's a moment when they're all smoking he's got his glasses on and uh, Molly Ringwell's coughing off the hit yeah. and they hand it to Anthony Michael Hall and he looks at Judd Nelson and Judd Nelson's reaction is so genuine I wonder if it was his real reaction right. on the set where he's like Women can't handle their smoke. Yeah. That is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen Nelson just laughs his ass off. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah. Emilio Estevez, and I, that, that big moment where they all break down yeah. to like, you think I have it easy. Well, you think I have it easy. Yeah. And they all describe the, the worst thing going on in their life. You yeah. know, uh, Bender's like, well, my dad gets me cigarettes for Christmas and just uh, doesn't give a shit about me. Yeah. And she's like, you don't understand how hard it is to, to remain popular and be popular. Yeah. And like when she was like, uh, when they were like, will you say hi to Anthony Michael Hall tomorrow in yeah. school? And he's like, probably not. Yeah. And they'd be like, you are such a bitch. Yeah. Like, I, you've. You found yourself like rooting for each of the characters at some point, but not all the time. Yeah. Like most of the time, you think uh, the Bender character, the John Nelson character, is a complete ass. Yeah. But then at that one point where he just jumps at her and defends Anthony Michael Hall, you're like, well, that was a good moment that they had. There is something there. Yeah. And then for them to end up being an item at the end of the movie, it's like, it's uh, really interesting how this one day completely changed all these guys' lives. Yeah. It really was a brilliant, brilliant script. Did you ever, uh, did you ever have to go to Saturday school? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Only once though. I was a, I was like a pretty goody two shoes, even though I didn't look it because I wore like I had my hair like yeah. as long as it is now, and uh, Iron like, to the center of my back I wore I different I, senior year I wore a different Iron Maiden shirt every. <laughs> day. I was that kid. I'm embarrassed that there are kids. There, there's a 45 year old adults talking about the Iron Maiden kid from Fort uh, <laughs> Child High in '94. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Uh, I, I just uh, I discovered that music and for some reason. It, it just went crazy, yeah. and everyone loved getting me the Iron Maiden shirt. So I said, mm. I'll just. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So I I was in that clique with the heavy metal group and uh-huh. everything, and uh, 
But I was also in the clique with the really smart kids in honors classes mm-hmm. uh, and everything. And I, the only time I was ever in summer school is uh, we were in, we were doing a group project and everything. And uh, we had a substitute teacher, and we were giving her a hard time. Yeah. And they, when the real teacher came back, she was like, we heard you gave a hard time. You're all going to Saturday school. And I was like, well, this is the first. <laughs> and, yeah, so that was my only Saturday school. How about you? I got into a trouble a lot. And <laughs> uh, I think I can't remember if it was two or three months but I had to go to Saturday school. Two or three months. Every day or oh, every shit. Saturday. What did you for, do? This must have been something bad. Honestly, dude. I don't even remember, dude. I got <laughs> into two or three I, months? I, dude, I got I got into so much trouble because I just didn't give a shit in school. Like what I, uh grade were you in? Um I think it was probably tenth grade, something like what that. What year did you graduate? Uh ninety nine. So it was like ninety eight. Something like that. that. Ninety seven, ninety eight, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I used to have to do a lot of Saturday school and when I was in middle school, I had to go to uh in school suspension oh, for yeah. a week. IOS. Oh, or I fucking uh, ISS. School, S- ISS. Yeah. In school suspension. Yeah. I fucking hated that shit, dude. And like, my brother didn't do well. Matt, Dave did really well because he was in every sport. Yeah, he did well. He was. He went. He went his whole time in the Christian school. Like I, I went four years in the Christian school, but left to go to public school just for my high school yeah. era. So I had like a whole big surprise in high school. I, and then my younger brother just fucked up. Yeah, all over the place. That was me. Yeah. Where uh, <laughs> he had, ended up getting. He didn't graduate. Ended up getting his G later on and yeah, smartened up and yeah, has uh, a better job than any of us he now. I, he and I have a lot in common. <laughs> um, yeah, no, when I uh, when I was in middle school, I had to do ISS, yeah. and I actually, like, Those so... the worst. Oh, dude. Um, I, um, I went to private school up until sixth grade, yeah. and then got kicked out of private school, yeah. which was for something, I'll tell the story on another pod, oh. I actually didn't do, um, but I had gotten in so much trouble. What's a better pod than Troubled Kids? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we might as well talk about it all yeah. now. Uh, okay, well, real quick. So <laughs> Lay um, down on the couch, Jeff. Yeah, right? Close your eyes. Listen to the sound <laughs> of my voice. Um, so I, I did a, a lot of dumb shit when I was in sixth grade. Just stupid little... Sixth get- grades that year were... I, I hear teachers. I know a lot of teachers and a lot of people that teach kids, and that good grade is like third and fourth yeah, grade. Exactly. And, and then when they get to fifth and sixth, they're like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I did a lot of shit that year, you know, and got caught for it, got in trouble. One so day. Was it Gainesville? Yeah. yeah. Um, one day, we're uh, in PE class, and I'm getting ready to dress out for PE. Teacher comes in, says they want you in the dean's office, which at this point, I was really shocked because I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I go to the dean's office, and I'm, like, wondering, like, why am I going to the dean's office, you know? I get there, and they're like, we already know what you did. Go ahead and just, you know, admit it now and save yourself the trouble. Uh And if you don't admit it, your class is going to be up on the track running laps (laughs) until you do. Yeah. So... Now I'm sitting there and I don't know what the fuck I've done oh. and my class is running laps, wow. you know. So like it's like some military no, shit. No, my class now hates me. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And so it's like why don't tell them to just beat them with the soap at night? <laughs> I know, right? Um, and so eventually they told me what happened was was that somebody, you know how like in public bathrooms, I guess mm-hmm. in any bathroom, you're not you, you don't flush paper towels yeah, down, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. brown school oh, paper yeah, yeah, towels, yeah, yeah. No, you know. No, no, fuck your toilet up. Well, somebody took a bunch of those, clogged them in the toilet, flushed the toilet, and walked just, out of the fucking uh, locker room and flooded, flooded it. it. Yeah, yeah. They blamed it on me. Yeah. So I ended up having to say eventually, okay, fine, it was me. And they said, you are expelled. Wow. Yeah. So I got kicked out of school for something I didn't even uh, do, but God. it was that straw that broke the camel's yeah, back. Yeah, you like that, uh, that, uh, ID channel guy that admits to something he doesn't do just to get out of the room. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> what's the what's the movie? Um, 
Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad used to tell me all the time. He, I, I've still never seen that movie. He'd say all the <laughs> right time, movie. he's like, you know, you're just like Cool Hand Luke. And I, I'm like, I don't know what that means, you know? <laughs> and he's like... Well, Cool he, Hand Luke did it. He, he got drunk yeah. and destroyed those well, meters at the beginning of the but, movie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but I guess supposing... Oh, he, he was his own worst enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ta-da! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so the, um, the uh, what's the uh, the warden took special interest in Luke and uh, wanting him to admit shit that he didn't do. Exactly, like that. So that you know, be, yeah. and so that's that's why my dad used to tell yeah. me that. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> I was a troubled preteen. I was a troubled teen. I was a troubled twenty-year-old. A troubled thirty-year-old. I'm about to be a twenty a troubled forty-year-old. So uh, yeah, consistency is what it's all about, man. <laughs> did you ever know who did it? Did it ever? No, I never it? found out. Uh, and, and then and you probably just left that school and didn't know. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I wasn't What was allowed. that private school in, in town here, too? O'Call. Yeah. Oh, it was O'Call. Okay. Yeah, and where did you uh, go after that? Lincoln, Lincoln. which was yeah. fucking great, dude. Yeah. I loved Lincoln, oh. man. I got into more trouble there. There's but... a lot of times, I mean, private schools are only good for the upper echelon. Uh, and that was the thing. I never I never you know? fit in with those kids. You know, yeah, and that's the only good thing about it. Because when I went a lot from, of the private school is just you're making pricks. I mean, so, like, you know, my family's not rich. You know, my dad's a doctor, so we had money, but we weren't like fucking wealthy so yeah. basically i was like the poorest kid at the rich school yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so all these things that these kids are doing and everything i couldn't relate to them yeah, yeah. you know and then i went to lincoln and i wasn't like the rich kid in school but yeah. like i could relate to these people these were real people you yeah, know yeah, what i mean and like real problems yeah, yeah, yeah and and i never i mean i never looked back now i think to myself like Damn, I would have got a much better education if I would have paid yeah. attention in school. Oh but, yeah, yeah. I mean, but we all would have done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm lucky that my private school, I, I, the curriculum was so high that I was able to just coast through high school. Oh no, and that's yeah. Because when I, the private schools, they were teaching stuff that was in college level. Yeah, stuff. no. When I switched, especially over, in Massachusetts compared to Florida. When I came to Florida, I'm like, dude, you guys are on this shit. <laughs> this is like fourth grade shit. Yeah. <laughs> when I switched over um, to seventh grade. Um, from the private school, we were doing work that I was doing in like fourth yeah. or fifth grade, yeah. you know, and so that there in light that must have helped though. It didn't. It didn't. Yeah. It, what it did was is it made me realize like I know this shit. I don't yeah. even need to worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, that was the thing. My freshman year in, in high school, I made honor roll. Yep. And then I was like, bro, I got this. I got this shit. I never did another homework assignment uh, since, and just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like so. Yeah. But there's good things and bad things about it. But yeah, yeah. If, if I didn't do it, I wouldn't be who I was, and I like who I am. There you so go. There you go. It's all worth it. A lot of these troubled teens don't always stay troubled teens. That's that's the moral of today's story. They become troubled adults. <laughs> <laughs> or they die by Carrie's hand or whatever. A lot of these people end up dying. So Yeah. <laughs> I like to think the kid from Lean On Me did not jump off the building and did not get addicted on crack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. This is a fun one, man. We could yeah. easily have done a part two of this one. Hell, yeah. But we got some good stuff coming up. I'll reveal it to you right now. We got some uh, some great ones. So next week, we, me and Dave are doing a Michael Douglas pod. Oh, we're cool. We're doing all cool Michael Douglas pod <laughs> stuff. Then we're going to do our 2020 episode. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'm going to sandwich two great pods that we're going to do with one that uh, me and Dave are going to do a Brian De Palma one. Mm-hmm. We'll probably talk a little bit more Carrie in depth and different screen shots and uh, angles that he does because he's very a technical director. But wedged between those, 
You and me will do an Alien franchise. Fuck yes. And then a Predator franchise. Fuck yes. On the, and the, it's not many. It's like seven movies and five movies. Merry New Year. <laughs> Merry New Year. So <laughs> I think those are perfect for you, and uh, it'll give us a chance to go back, and I'll rewatch Covenant. That's the only one I don't re- remember really well. I think, except for Covenant. Uh, the Covenant and, uh, what was it, Prometheus. Prometheus, yep. I, I think I own all of the Predators and yep. all of the Aliens. Yep. So Yeah, I do too, I think. I will be prepared yeah, for I'll those. be prepared for it. <laughs> well, some I don't even have to rewatch. Yeah, we can just do it right now. Yeah, just I just right hit now. record, stop. I probably <laughs> need to rewatch The Predators, the Robert Rodriguez one. That's uh-huh. the only one I probably have to rewatch. I, I remember it. it, and I love... That's another... Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, man. dude. That might he be his best. So great that might that be his best performance since uh, Boys, Boys in the Hood. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I mean, Morpheus I, I loved was pretty in, good. Oh, man, and Deep Cover was great too. Oh, man, we oh, need to do dude. a whole Lawrence Fishburne. I'm one of these ready days when you too. are. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, and then yeah, with the Alien ones, I know them all really well, except for I would have to rewatch Covenant. I remember not liking Covenant, so I'm hoping maybe on. And I haven't seen it since the theater. Yeah. I'm hoping that maybe the next viewing will will turn me. I around. remember thinking it was okay. It, I was it, wanting a sequel to Prometheus. I, really I bad. thought Prometheus was really good, and Fuck, I wanted the I love same Prometheus thing, dude. So much. It's that's one of my favorite Alien movies. Yeah. Prometheus, and I, there is a sequel of that coming out. Oh, is there? Apparently, yeah. Oh, that's apparently, awesome. Ridley Scott is doing that. I don't awesome. think he's he's not doing a remake of uh, Covenant, but uh-huh. yeah, Danny Bri- McBride couldn't even save Covenant for me. But yeah. I can't remember, so I'm gonna have to. I'll go back and I'll rewatch it, and I'll see see how I go. See how it changes. And then we're going to do a couple wildcard episodes after that. Woo-hoo! Where you and me will do one, and then me and Dave will do one, and it'll be all exciting, man. Hell Until yeah. we all regroup together for our Valentine's Day party. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one thing we haven't done, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I was like, man, I just don't want to. I don't What's that? The, do like romance movies, man. I just can't. Talk uh, romance movies. Really? I, you know, I've got. I would have to be like off kilter ones, like Rocky. Yeah. It would have to be like that. I would say, can't like. Can't buy me love. That, yeah. That I could do rom coms all day. Yeah, see, I know those. Comes. I know those really well. <laughs> I like. I like romantic comedies. Um, you a lot of had a lot of girlfriends that watched them or like. No, I them? like them. Oh, you just yeah, like. Them I yourself? like them. Yeah. I've had more girlfriends who are like, no, let's not watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, then maybe I should do one, and oh. then you could tell me which ones you know the best, and you can carry us. Watch, on I'll, because... I'll boost myself up, and then yeah. like look up a list of it. I'll be like, I haven't seen any of these. Yeah, I mean, there are <laughs> ones I used to uh, I, that I know really well. Yeah. Uh, from back in the day, but th- there are certain ones I, I have no clue about. Ah, oh, shit, the Notebook. It's I've the, never seen it. Don't. I, yeah. Don't ever watch it. It's like the saddest movie you'll yeah, ever see in your entire. Right here, it's like, just like a, I could tell you about it right now, and you yeah. would be crying by the time it, I was yeah, done telling you. See, there's certain movies that it just doesn't make me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I literally they they call that getting notebooked. Yeah, that yeah. one I wasn't like, oh, I want to well, see. Yeah, that. that's the high end of yeah, uh, yeah, of yeah. Movies. That, yeah. There's nothing comedic about it. I guess <laughs> nothing at there's all. No, they, they're missing the, the they have the rom. They just don't have the comp. You need them both. Yeah. No. You, you do. need a good Ben Stiller yeah. one, I guess. Yeah. Like yeah. I I couldn't I I couldn't say like oh Bridges of Madison County. Yeah, Never yeah. seen it. Never want to. Like, I could, I could, I would, mine would be off kilter. Yeah. It would be crazy. Uh, what mine would be, like, I could pick, like, Harold and Maude. Oh, and, uh, fucking, uh, uh, I hate like, that movie. That, I love that movie. It's a good movie, movie but yeah. I fucking hate it. Like, <laughs> I could pick, like, these, these off kilter love stories yeah. and uh, relationship movies and everything. So maybe we will do it. Yeah. I'll see what Dave can come up with. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back for Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so until then, if you want to uh, check us out on Facebook uh, under face, Fascinating with Films, can't miss us. And uh, you can shoot us an email, films at gmail.com, or you could leave us a like or a comment on our iTunes or SoundCloud account. Uh, and we will get back to you or would certainly appreciate it. So until next week, see ya. Happy New Year, y'all. All it hates going to burn you up, kid. Keeps you warm.